Welcome, everyone, to episode 332 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, Corey. Today's topic is going to be catching up on some games that we played. A few of us have played. Did all of us play something new for this week? Oh, man. Yeah. Dan, I played three new things this three? week. Three? Nice. I got two new things myself. Uh, I know Corey played some new stuff over the, the break. Will, did you play anything new? Uh, I mean, I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed Origins, but that's about it. I don't think you talked about it, though, right? No, I have not talked about it yet. I want okay. It's one of those things that I wanted to get a good chunk of game time in, so I can break it down a lot better than how I'm probably going to break it down in this episode. So. Yeah. That's how I am, too. I didn't get as much time with the games that I was playing. But that's just how it is nowadays, you know? Yeah. Pathetic. Does anyone have, a, does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Why don't we all tease the, all the new games we played? <laughs> For right at the beginning of the episode. I mean, I don't know if mine are new necessarily, but I played uh, Cities, City Skylines and The Golf Club 2, which came out earlier this year, I think. Oh, curious about that one. Corey? I'll jump that... right in. Yeah. I played uh, Super Mario Odyssey, a good chunk of that. I also played a little bit of Golf Story. And I also played one of the games that Eric played, but I'll let him say that because I think he played a lot more of it than me. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I played uh, I played a fair amount of NBA 2K8. Is it 18, right? Yes. Yep. NBA 2K18, I actually bought it on Black Friday. It's the first one of those games I bought. I'm always on the fence, but I finally did it. Um, I played Pro Evo 18 briefly, and I played... Animal Crossing Pocket Camp on my mobile phone. That's the one. I actually played quite a bit of it. Okay. That's the new new Nintendo release. Did that come out last week? Yeah. Yeah, Early last week? 15 million downloads. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I read that today while I was scouring for uh, Nibblebit 10 minutes before the show. (laughs) That's a ton. That is a ton. I downloaded it. I haven't haven't played it yet, but I I look forward to hearing about it. Hopefully it's worth, worth a shot. Will, what, oh, you talked about Assassin's Creed Origins, right, Will? Yep. Okay. Well, let's let's get right into it. Eric, let's let's start with you. What do you got for us? What do you want to hear about first? Let's, let's hear about Pro Evo. Okay, yeah. Because I didn't play too much of that. Okay. Um, really, uh, the main thing I wanted to try out was one of the, the new co-op modes that they, they added to the game this season. Um, and what it is is uh, you can start a clan on there. So Jeff and I started a clan. And it's designed for three-on-three. It's not just three guys on the field, but there's three three user-controlled players, and you can switch around to the guys at any point in the game. So um, we wanted to try that because really what FIFA has held over Pro Evo for these years is better online modes, maybe a little bit easier to use in terms of the the interface and just kind of getting into matches and that sort of thing. Um, so Jeff and I jumped in there to play a little bit, and... Let me tell you, 
It was a bitch to find out how to do it. <laughs> Jeff literally had to Google and like go on the Reddit forums to figure out how we could make it work with just two of us instead of three people because we don't have another friend that has a game. So we're uh-huh. like, well, this if it has to be three people, this sucks because we can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so we ended up not playing the first night we tried, which was <laughs> was really disappointing. Um, so he looked into it. We tried it again another night. We got into it, um, and it wasn't too bad once you once you figure it out. It really wasn't too bad at all. But um, the connection to the server was really bad. It, it made it pretty difficult to play, and I had the same issue during the uh, the beta test for this too. So I, I really hope they get it ironed out because I, I still feel like Pro Evo is the superior soccer game. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could just figure out, you know, a, a good way to simplify their menus and especially the online portion of it, it was like, it's so dated and there's like these stupid lobbies and it doesn't, you don't just like hit search for match and it matches you up with people like FIFA does. It's, it's like you have to create your own private game and it, it's just, it's kind of dumb. But anyway, the, the real bummer was the connection issues that I, that I was having. Um, and I don't have the best internet of all time, but like it's the only game I've had any problems with on a, like a consistent basis. So p- part of the great thing about Pro Evo is how smooth it plays and the gameplay is better, I feel like, than FIFA. But with the connection issues, it made it very difficult to play. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really disappointing. Um, but on the positive side, one thing that it holds very highly over FIFA is the analytics that you have access to. Uh, at halftime and at the end of the game. I think I talked a little bit about this um, when I played the beta, but I'm very into the analytical stuff uh, with soccer, like how well you pass the ball. Uh, it, it even shows things like how, like the number of attacking runs forward that you made with players, which I think is really cool because it's 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 a part of the game that can go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's kind of like me when I talk to you guys about how I don't understand how hockey works. Yeah, like the strategies and things like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the analytical stuff that Pro Evo shows is really cool. Like to see if you weren't maybe a soccer fan necessarily, but you could see kind of what what are important things in a match. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it shows how many key passes you had, how many, like I said, runs into the box, and it just it measures your defense. It gives you a score for each of these things, and. Your player level goes up from there, but it's just a really cool kind of different way to look at how well you play. Because even if you lose, you could still say, well, you know, I did this well. I can work on this and maybe I'll have a better outcome next time. Nice. So I I really like uh, the analytical part of it. But I I only played two or three online matches, so I don't – other than that, I don't don't really have anything to talk about with it. Does the game still play better than FIFA? Uh, Honestly, I, I didn't play any single player. Oh, okay. Um, and with the issues I was having with the online, it's really tough to say. But mm-hmm. I would, I, I Jeff said yes, and I would take his word for it. Okay. But gotcha. I'll get into the single player at some point. Mm-hmm. I've just been really on a multiplayer game kick. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah. Okay. What do you got next for us? Um. Well, I guess. Uh, do you want to talk about Animal Crossing, Corey? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So I, I, you know, I didn't even know this game was coming out. I, well, I knew they were doing an Animal Crossing, but 
I, I didn't feel like there was any build up to her. Maybe I just don't pay as close of attention as I used to, but I was yeah. on Twitter and said it was out. So I was like, oh shit, might as well download it. So the thing about this game is that I don't even like it, but <laughs> I kept turning it on and playing it. I don't know why. It's stupid. Like, all you do, there's like, I don't know, five areas with a different animal at each one that wants a different thing from you, whether it's certain fish that you can fish for or fruit you can pick out of trees or bugs or butterflies that you can capture with a net. And all you're doing is going around and raising their level of like love for you and your relationship between them to get them to come visit your campsite that you decorate. Yeah. And you have to have like certain characters that you unlock have certain things they want you to have crafted at your campsite before they'll come see you. So that's kind of the the hook to it is, okay, I need these things to give to that person to get them to like me more. And then I need to craft these things to get them to come to my campsite. So you're basically luring little animals to your campsite. That's it. (laughs) You're a predatory uh, pervert. That's what you are. (laughs) Yep, That's the vibe I'm getting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so again, I don't like the game. I think it's stupid. I think it's, I know it's, it's probably not targeted at me and it's simple for a reason. I get that, but I think it's dumb. I probably won't ever play it again, but I will say though, I played quite a bit of it for the first few days. Mm-hmm. Corey? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have much to add beyond what Eric said. I think I played for about half an hour. Um, oh God, I wish, I wish I could say that. <laughs> got my got my camp set up, picked some fruit, and completed some quests. Uh, and Sounds I like um, you saw about everything. Yeah, unfortunately, I've never played an Animal Crossing game, so I can't even compare it to to well, what the console versions are. And that was my thought. Like, my immediate thought was when I talk about this in the podcast, I feel like somebody's going to say, "Well, that's what Animal Crossing is. What did you expect?" Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I've never really played one, so I didn't. I guess I didn't know what to expect. I think yeah. I had it's, a feeling it wasn't for me, but it, it really wasn't. It's way more. I think it's way more in depth than the mobile game. Yeah, because I yeah. remember seeing like when they announced it and like what was going to be in it. I was like, "That's it." Yeah, and that's kind of the vibe I got. People always talk about with the Animal Crossing games all the things that you can find based on time of day or if it's a holiday, like all those little unique hidden things that people are like constantly setting their system clocks to get and, and all that kind of stuff. But I can't, I can't see that being the case with this. It seems like it's literally just uh, like the fruit I picked off the trees. There was a three hour timer and I'm like, okay, so am I supposed to, am I supposed to boot this up every, every three hours to pick these fruit to like optimize my, my time with the game? Oh yeah, um, and it does seem like there's a good amount of of microtransactions involved to speed those kind of things up. Am I am I wrong? They're not Eric? necessary though. Okay. At least for as far as I got into, I think I got up to like level eight or nine with my character. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel any like it was necessary. I had plenty of stuff. Right. Yeah. So I should ju- I should just delete it then without even playing it. Oh yeah. That's a waste. It, Your it, kids might like it, though. I doubt it. It may come up on the thummies. <laughs> it might be the only mobile game. Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I can't remember what we decided for mobile game two weeks ago. But... I think we decided best on-the-go experience, right? Yep, which yeah. is 
Switch included. Coincidentally, that's what we did last year too. I, I don't think we we knew when we did the episode we knew what we did last year, but that that is what we did last well, year. Like I said, Corey, I couldn't remember what we decided two weeks ago, so I certainly don't remember what we did last year. I'm with you. <clears throat> All right, so that's Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. That's a strong pass for me. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna, then, are you going to continue to play it? No. Okay. I've thought about booting it up a couple times since, and I go, why? <laughs> that's I'd how I feel scroll through twitter that's how i feel a lot about <laughs> a lot of mobile games like a lot of people like them for for time wasters but i would rather like read an article about something when i'm on my yeah. phone yeah fair enough Just, i don't that's even it. play mobile games at all anymore um so as i said i finally uh took the plunge and purchased an nba 2k game because they're so well reviewed every year and there wasn't necessarily a game on black friday that i really really strongly wanted um so NBA 2K was on sale pretty much everywhere for 30 bucks, and my wife and I went out shopping. I went first to Target. They were sold out. And then I went to Walmart, which was the worst experience, but they were also sold out. Um, and then I went to Best Buy, and they had more than anybody could ever want. So I bought it there. Um, it's a really, really good game. I like it a lot. So the only mode that I've played is one where you start a franchise, like a GM kind of mode, but mm-hmm. you can pick up from, like, real life's date. And every team has their real-life record with real-life injuries and, like, statistics and all that, which I thought was a really cool way to do it for, like, a long season. I think that's a really uh, cool way to do it. So I, I started with the the Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks, are the team that I've decided is my team because they have Malcolm Brogdon, who was a star for the University of Virginia when I moved here. Mm. So I have an affinity for him, and he won Rookie of the Year last year. They also have a really good guy who they call the Greek Freak. I can't pronounce his name, but he is Giannis nasty. Something, yeah. He's nasty. Eric, funny um, you say that. The Bucks yeah. are also my NBA team. Oh, yeah. So. Gotta get behind them. They're very young. Yep. I guess young guys. they're an up-and-coming like, yeah. cha- like championship sort of team, but, you know. Yeah. So I haven't done a lot of the in-depth stuff um, as far as like contracts and stuff like that, but the presentation of the game is really good. It's really well done, very easy to use and polished. Um, the gameplay is really good. Uh, it, it's difficult. Like I've had a couple of games where it's it's kind of back and forth, kind of difficult to play defense, um, difficult to score, which you know, you kind of got to be a little bit creative and pass the ball well, because if you're not passing well, the defense will take the ball from you. And it, it just kind of forces you to play smart. You know, it's not just arcadey, which mm-hmm. I really like. Um, but I'm really happy with the purchase. I like it a lot. There's there's co-op mode online, which a friend of mine and I are going to try at some point. Um, I'd like to get a little more, try a couple more of the, the game modes, but... I know I would get toasted if I played online, so I'm probably not going to do that. You got to do the story. I'm really interested to hear what they do. I'm not going to do the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what cool. system it's, did you get it for? Uh, Xbox. Because it's uh, the guy that I'm going to play the co-op with. He That's what he got it for. So. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I highly recommend that game, especially you can get it on sale. It's, it's definitely worth you know, thirty bucks. It's worth sixty bucks, really. Especially, mm-hmm. I'm not an NBA fan, but if you're an NBA fan, that's you should definitely have that game. Best basketball games were always fun. 
even though like 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 you i was never not recently into basketball but still like occasionally every four or five years i would get a basketball game and spend a lot of time with it because they are fun and the thing is is i love college basketball Mm -hmm. i'm not so much into the nba but i kind of like i'm kind of getting a little more interested maybe because of the game Mm -hmm. which happened to me with fifa right so yeah but i think that is uh all i got okay Corey, let's hear from you want to talk about like other games that were not new to us too or are we doing that later or we could probably do that during what we played right what we played what we played all right Corey, what do you got uh well now that we were talking about mobile apps i will can join me in talking about the hq app oh yeah oh yeah which uh coworker brought to my attention a couple weeks ago and i downloaded i think right now it's just on ios but what it is is it's a live trivia app somewhat similar i mean i never played the one verse 100 but it also it has that live appeal where people across maybe the world I, or I don't know, world. just the United States, North America. At least from what I noticed, everybody was speaking English. But it's 12 questions presented to you by this gentleman on your iOS device. Um, and he speaks at you, and then the question pops up, and you have 10 seconds from the time he starts reading it to answer. And if you get the question wrong, you're out. But if you get all 12 questions right, you win money without having to buy in at any point <clears throat> i've only will and i did really well was that thanksgiving day yeah because we were getting yelled at because it was time for <laughs> thanksgiving and will and i were on the eighth question well are you asking what question i ended up failing out at or yeah it was 10th 10th oh yeah. we failed out to 10th yeah wow we did well um but yeah, that's the furthest I've gotten. Uh, when I've played on my own, I think the furthest I got was like five or something like that. Uh, and most of the time when I fail out, I just stop watching. But um, one time I did watch all the way through just to see what it was like. And the prize pool was $1,000. And I think 99 people made it. So it was about 10 bucks a person was the payout. Uh, but not bad for you know getting to play some trivia and uh, only takes 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, it's entertaining. I like the host who does it the most, at least. Yeah. Um, he's really dorky. Super but dorky. Kind of, but it's kind of funny to hear him like be dorky. Basically, it's kind of a shtick. It's endearing. Um, yeah, it kind of is, and a lot like all the you can read the chat, and usually it's like pretty like inappropriate. You see a lot of Trump comments. You see a lot of people talking about God knows what in them. Oh. But um, it's drugs of humanity. I the beginning of this talk. What game is this? It's a trivia app for iOS devices. Oh. Think one versus one hundred, Eric, but oh, I love that. But for iPhone. What's it called? HQ. So there's also um there's two sessions a day. So there's one at three o'clock and one at nine o'clock. So you know exactly what time things are happening. But it was kind of fun today because I started talking about it in the office and uh right at three o'clock so like everybody came over and we were all trying to answer the questions together but we didn't get very far i think we only answered four of them but uh we we agreed we will reconvene in 24 hours so we're gonna try again tomorrow at three nice. <clears throat> yeah but uh it's kind of hard though because you only get 10 seconds to answer the question but the 10 seconds starts when he reads the question yeah so you like after you hear the question you like probably only have like six seconds to actually answer it and when it's one that you don't know and you're like, well, I don't know, like you have to legitimately pick 
right then and there. You can't Absolutely. waffle at all. Yeah. Well, it's uh, only there's only three options, so which I kind of like because when there's four, I think it's harder to make an educated guess. Well, obviously, when there's four, it's harder to make an educated guess than when there's three. But there's just something about three where it's more usually you can eliminate two, and then the other two you're kind of like eh. But in this case, you can still kind of eliminate two, and the third one is kind of like okay, because there's the answer that's always too obvious. It's like well, it can't be that one. That's too easy, you know. So uh, it's fun, though. I, I do recommend it, especially if you, if you like trivia. <clears throat> um, that's all I had to say about that. No, we start. We were talking about something else, and then I interrupted and brought up the point that there was only... Whatever. doesn't matter. HQ. That's what uh-huh. that's called. It's free. Free app. Only on iOS, though. Currently. Um, what else did I play? Mario Odyssey. Oh, Mario Odyssey. Uh, I played something else, too, but it's escaping me now. But let's talk about Mario, Mm -hmm. because I beat it. Hey. Yeah. Well done. Good work, Corey. I will add it to the list. All right. See, I told you, I'm coming on strong. I'm going to finish out the year uh, on a gaming binge. Number one. Um, I don't like Mario as much as you guys. I like it. I think it's really good, but... I think for me, there are only a handful of areas that really stand out and like, I think elevate this Mario to, you know, where I think it should be. It's set the, I mean, the series sets a super high bar for itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think there's only a few certain spots that it reaches that bar. Um, don't get me wrong. I I still think it's, you know, at least a, a top 10, maybe top five game of the year for sure. Um, but so the new dog city stuff, obviously that, that stuff's awesome. Uh, that stands out really well, especially the ending, which Dan, I think you touched on mm-hmm. the ending of new donk with the oh, man, singer and my least favorite area so far. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know something about the, like the cars and the, the, when you first get there, it's all rainy and it's kind of like new ish and you're running around throwing <laughs> your hat on, I didn't like it. on cabs and stuff. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm finding musicians and everything. And of course, mm-hmm. that that climax at the ending is yeah. unbelievably awesome. One of my uh, favorite moments in gaming, period. Yep. Oh, there it is. HQ is live. We're ready to play. Um, nice. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's sort of like my main takeaway. I played about 90% of the game in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and only for about the ending world bowser's thing and then the moon level or whatever i did on the big screen and when i did that i started to appreciate the art a little bit more and but the problem is i don't know if that's because that level was that particular level was just artistically well done or if it was because i was playing on the big screen i don't know um but other than new donk city i really liked the cloud one Mm -hmm. where you're running around and then I think, yeah, I don't know. Um, Will talked about in the episode you guys did the nods to the older series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one specific instance where you're in one of those areas in Super Mario 64. Uh, and I just happened to remember a secret from back then that I was like, I'll try it out here and see what happens. And sure enough, it was a secret in this game too. And I was like, ah, oh, that's perfect. Um, 
so there is a, an appreciation there for for Super Mario 64, but yeah, like great, like solid platformer, but it didn't, I don't know. It didn't really cross that threshold into like a genius game for me. Um, I would probably put breath of the wild ahead of it. Uh, but I think let's put it this way. The peaks of Mario are better than the peaks of, of breath of the wild. But I, for me, breath of the wild, uh, I think I'll appreciate a little bit more at the end of the year. Mm hmm. That's Mario. Okay. I think I think you crazy. Yeah. Did you definitely did, see why you'd say that? Did you did you do the Mushroom Kingdom? At Kingdom? the end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After after the moon. Yeah, yeah. I, I messed around there for a little bit. Um I don't know, like even the, the okay, so the the main hook of the game, the main mechanic is the ability to to teleport into other uh, to, into enemies and take over their abilities, which I think is awesome. And some mm. of them are really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> especially the one at the end, which I won't spoil because that's a cool moment too. But yeah. uh, it's f- like, for me, it's, I don't know. There's something about, it. I almost want it to be a little more sandboxy. Like give me a number of enemies to choose from and let me figure out how I get through this level. Not like, not like the, okay, there's this one guy. That's the obvious choice. I'll do that, and this will fix this problem, and I'll be done with it. Um, I don't know. There wasn't much creativity when it came to that, like creativity on my part. You know, it, it was all pretty straightforward and and easy. That's another part of the game too. I think it's it's super easy. Uh, is it easy to collect it's all? It's not the easy. No, I, I have no issue. Say, really, really, what what what? It's one of those games where, like, for me, it really opened up after after you beat it. Because there's a whole other, like, after you beat it, you have to collect yeah, another but it's like, 100 moons or whatever. And that's where the challenge starts. Like, it's it's a game that's designed literally for everyone. Like I said, my son has mostly beat it on his own at, at yeah, but, 6. It, it, well, but for I me, it's if, not if for everyone. It, I don't think you can say it's it's a hard game if you... Yeah, if that's... The first part of it when you beat it wasn't hard. And that's kind well, of what no, I'm getting at. Like, that's that. I think that's a that's a, a benefit for the game, though. Is what I'm saying. It's it's a game sure. that's literally designed for everyone. Yeah. Well, there's that challenge there if you want it, but it's also you know you like I said after you beat it, and that's that's where I'm getting some at. of like, some of the moons you can get before beating it that are difficult, but I guess I guess my point is I never struggled to get through the game at any point. Even the bosses, like even the the final boss, I think I. I think I died either two or three times. Yeah. Um, most of them I got on the first try. Some of them I died once. And I think the, the last one is the only one I died multiple times on. Not that that's a big problem, but <clears throat> I just think, um, and just going back to the point about it opening up at the end and being more difficult at the end, like I kind of want that, that challenge to, to be a progression throughout the game, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I just didn't feel it. And I'm not, I'm not the type of person like, um, I'm not the type of person who's going to go back after I beat it to, to get the challenge out of it because I don't yeah. care that much. And by the end of it, honestly, I was kind of, I was kind of done with it anyway. So I was just playing because I knew I was close to the end. Uh-huh. It's kind of a hard thing to articulate, but it's like selfish. Me wants the game to be how I want it. And, and for, for me, I'm going to, you know, ding it for that. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I think you described it pretty well, Corey. I thought it was a really good game, too. But the more I thought about it, like, I don't know, like, I don't feel there's a lot pulling me back into it. Yeah. There's just a lot of other games I'd rather play. Uh, And don't get me wrong, like, 
it makes the the switch a very compelling buy because I think it is a must play. But um, yeah, I think I said my piece. Mario Odyssey, Tito, come on, get it together. (laughs) Uh, What was the other game I played? What did I say at the top of the episode? Golf Story. Yeah, did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I booted up Golf Story for a little bit last night. That game's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't play that much, maybe an hour, but right away I was hooked at just like completing all the little golf tasks. Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm not going to have a hard time with that. Does does that get a little more difficult or is it pretty much? It gets a little more difficult. It's not, okay. it's not, not too bad. Cause I was breezing through all those quests. Yeah. Um, but I do like like the sense of humor and whimsy that the game has. And I think, I don't know who developed this game, but it has a very Western feel. It's an Australian developer. That's probably why. Okay. Um, yeah, because I think that style of game we're used to playing from Japanese developers. Yeah. So I think that's why it feels so different um, uh-huh. to, to people like us. I think somebody else felt that way when they were describing it before, too. Um, but yeah, super cool. I like the the whole setup of the the. I mean, this happens at the very beginning of the game, so it's not a spoiler. But you start the game by golfing with your old man, uh, and then he says, "One day, you know, you'll be a pro, and I'll be watching you the whole way." And cut to twenty years later, you're in a rundown apartment. Your ex girlfriend calls you, asking you where she can leave all your stuff. Your father. I don't know if it's explicitly said, but it sounds like he's dead. Um, and you kind of decide you're going to go back to that town where you started started golf and, uh, I don't know, get better at golf or something. Uh, but it's, I like the whole like clubhouse caddyshack kind of feel where there's all these characters around doing crazy things like yep. the little the little boy in the in the pond with the crocodile or alligator or whatever. You have to hit him with a golf ball to get <laughs> him out. Yeah, that's really cool. And the mechanic of drop a ball anywhere and hit it wherever to complete little side quests and secrets and stuff like that is is pretty cool so i think i'm gonna have a pretty fun time with that is that a long game it took me 20 hours so that's pretty long mm-hmm. i don't know if i'll get through it all but uh not a priority for me because i i should say that i borrowed will switch mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so i still want to play what else do i have to play uh fire mario Home warriors mario rabbits what else is on there that i need to play will Uh, mm, I don't know. I think that's it, really. Okay. So two more games, but uh, you know. Oh, Corey, we also played Jack in the Box or whatever. Oh yeah, we played uh, the Jack Jackbox Party Pack Four, which came out fairly recently um, on Thanksgiving. Yep. <clears throat> just uh, me, Will, and Allison. Right? There's just the three of us. Mm-hmm. But. Some of those are pretty pretty fun. Uh, it can get a little out of hand and oh, inappropriate yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, some 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 people were the butt of many of our jokes in the game. But it's just a really fun way to <clears throat> I don't know get everybody together and and bond over a game together. And it's super easy because it shows up on your TV screen. It's compatible with a million devices, and everybody plays with their mobile phone or whatever you just log in through a browser and play that way so super accessible everybody seems to enjoy it highly mm-hmm. highly recommended although i will say jackbox party pack 3 for me is a lot better um, game selection wise than party pack 4 so there you go 
Another thing I've been playing, um, I started playing Hearthstone again. Oh. Yeah. You're back. Something oh, about man. it. Something Got about back it. In, huh? Not gonna not gonna say much more than that all, other in. than the the new uh expansion comes out in December. So I don't know. Something about it. I, I haven't been being competitive. I've kind of just been having fun. because um, I think How it when, starts. I, when I try to be competitive is when I kinda get I don't know. I get frustrated with it and then I stop having fun with it. But mm-hmm. there's these new cards now that are they're called quest cards. I know I said I wasn't gonna say anything, but there's these quest cards where if you do a certain thing you get a, a certain uh, card added to your hand that's super powerful. There's this another car, another card that I really like that it's a minion that you play on the battlefield that summons a treasure chest on your opponent's side, and if you destroy that treasure chest, uh, it gives you a really powerful random card that's not in the game otherwise that I really enjoy doing too. So it's just little stuff like that that really draws me to the game, and of course the the tavern brawls and everything are still really fun. So. Not gonna, not gonna try and go crazy with it. Just try to have some fun with it here and there, and do my dailies and be done with it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you got. Yep. Will. AC Origins. AC Origins. All right. So I put probably, uh, I would say a total of three hours into the game overall. Uh, now start for saying that you know I actually really. This is going to be considered one of the best Assassin's Creed games, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that I noticed is the combat is a little bit different. So instead of just yeah. kind of, yeah, instead of just kind of parrying and then counterattacking through the like through the parry system, um, the attack buttons have been moved to the right bumper and left trigger. Um, and they're like the right bumper does a quick attack and the right trigger does a heavy attack. So when you got somebody who's blocking or like a heavier enemy. We do a heavy attack, you know, it'll do more damage, it'll, like, break their block and everything like that. And then, like, you can do a couple quick attacks with the right bumper. So that's sort of how the, um, how the combat works. And Dave in the chat says it's the only Assassin's Creed game that he actually likes. <laughs> so, that says a lot, too. Um, and which is actually what I'm hearing about with a lot of people. And also with this game, I think it's fully open world. You kind of know in the past ones, like, there wasn't that many, like, side quests that you could do and it was more guided to like memory sequence to memory sequence um with this one it's all completely open world you can run around do quests um there's a lot of quests to do uh i know when Corey and i were playing he was watching me like run around from different locations and like like i'd get a, a quest where i had to break into it's a lot of the same stuff like you break into a, a base and then like you gotta try and kill the captain mm-hmm. Uh, so it's stuff like that. So like I, you know, would climb up a wall, you know, air assassinate the guy, get on out and run. But the climbing in the game is a lot better too. Instead of like you trying to figure out like how to climb up it effectively, you can pretty much just like scale anything with pretty pretty like relative ease, which I thought was really cool. Um, and another one, there's also like tombs too that you can kind of raid. Um, when Corey and I were playing, we had to go through this one tomb to save a kid. I don't know whose kid it was. I haven't really been paying attention to any of the story. But, like, you know, I was firing, like, fire arrows through cobwebs and stuff like that. And, like, running through this, like, this dark tomb. And it was really cool. Um, Corey, I'm kind of interested what you thought of it from what you saw. Did it um, look interesting at all to you? Yeah, it looked interesting. I don't know. Like, Assassin's Creed is one of those games that 
I need to feel it to decide if I'm going to enjoy it or not. Yeah. Uh, but based on what you're saying, it sounds like I will. I mean, the the setting was all there for sure. Yeah, and it's actually the cool – the first, like, wow moment I had is when you got to the first major city, which is Alexandria. Um, like, I climbed into some random boat. I don't know if we were on the Nile. I don't know, Dan, you're more geography. Is Alexandria by the Nile? Uh, yeah. Yeah? It's, I okay. think it's in the Nile River Delta. Right okay. By the, right by the uh, Mediterranean Sea. So basically, I GTA'd a ship from somebody and just sailed it across the Nile to get into um, Alexandria. And like when you get there, it's just this like beautiful, massive city. And like I climbed up the tower and just <laughs> looked over it, and just like it was so cool. And like when I think of Egypt, like I think of just sand and like pyramids and stuff like that. But like Alexandria had like a lot of wildlife, which is really cool to look around and see, and like all the well, yeah, plants the, and stuff. The, the areas around the Nile River are very fertile and lush. Okay. Because of the flooding. I didn't even think of that. So, like, the setting Egypt, I was like, eh, might not be that cool because it's just going to be sand. But no, like, there's a lot of variants of terrain and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Uh, and I actually really like the assassin in the game, too. I think he's a pretty cool character. When does it take place? What year? Egypt. No, I know. When? <laughs> Egypt. I don't know. Let me check that. You, Dan. I know Egypt. ancient Egypt. Like what BC. year? Like it was a joke. Uh, it's not a oh, funny it was joke. A damn good joke, Corey. <laughs> Give me one second to see if I can find that because I'm not sure. Might have to play this game. Yeah, I think it, I think it looks awesome. Um. Oh man. Dan, does Cleopatra help you figure that out? Yeah. Did it, it's around then. Okay. Um, Julius Caesar is apparently yeah. in it. So yeah. So it's around whatever time period that is. Yeah, that's like uh, uh, right after when they started doing the AD time. Okay. Um, I will say basically the story arc because the first like two and a half hours are prologue, so you start out in this like one area doing quests and stuff, and I didn't even realize that was uh. <laughs> <laughs> prologue but um well the digest of it is the templars or whatever uh kills your son so basically you're an assassin and you're getting revenge on them is kind of the the basic gist of it and what it is is everybody was masked so like you don't know who the masked people were but uh, you gotta like figure you know do investigative stuff figure out who they are and then go kill them um so it's kind of like a revenge story um nice. Dave, I'd be interested. Are hippos super mean in the game? Because I know hippos in real life are not nice. No. Are they, they an hate. aggressive animal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They hate, hate people. I guess they're one of the meanest animals on Earth. Yeah, more so than, like, crocodiles and stuff. Really? Hippo mm-hmm. attacks, yeah. Wow. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sick, uh, sick Bill's burn in the, in the chat. Yeah. Must be tough picking on the Bills, Dave. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, no. We'll see when Brady retires in two years how good the Patriots are. Not to derail the conversation here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I really like Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, a lot of people are comparing it to, like, The Witcher. I've been seeing that comparison a lot, so... Witcher 3? Gotta be better than that, right? <clears throat> I've actually seen a lot of people say, I know this is an unpopular, unpopular opinion, but I prefer this Assassin's Creed over The Witcher 3. 
So that's a lot of praise because people love The Witcher 3. What do they know about the Bloody Baron? <laughs> I think... I mean, maybe that peak is higher, but maybe as a game overall, Assassin's Creed's better. Did, did drop dramatically after that, you're right. That certainly but, is the, the peak of uh, The Witcher 3. But there's a lot of the basic stuff. There's a lot of, like, killing animals. You collect the animals' pelts and stuff. You can craft better armor, get better weapons, kind of change what your assassin looks like. Um, I think this is definitely... I could see this being, like, beating Black Flag as, like, the best Assassin's Creed game, in my opinion. High praise from Will. But Black Black Flag, uh, outside the ship stuff, was terrible. No, 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 no. The, com- the combat and controls were awful, other than the ship stuff. I mean, they weren't great, but I, I would. They were say terrible. Awful. No, terrible. I think we, I think we talked about it at the time, and the reason why it worked was because there was less city, you know, cityness there, to, to Black Flag. So I there think was the setting made up for the the crappy controls. There was still the missions where you had to tail someone, and if you yeah. failed partly through it, you had to start over at the beginning and tail and stay hidden the whole time with the shitty. The shitty stealth system that they used to have. Yeah, I'm, I'm with terrible. You, but I don't know about terrible. That stuff was terrible. That's why they took it out. Slightly below average. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they took all that stuff out. Like Syndicate didn't have any of that stuff. I won't. I if, won't hear this about Black Flag. I will not hear it. I love the ship stuff. It was like the best ship combat and and all that stuff ever. I think um, they should have just made that a game. Well, they did actually. That that Kinda pirate game was coming. They're, well, they're they're coming out with that ship, the pirate game. You know what That's else had terrible literally black controls? Black flag game. minus the what? The Witcher Three had terrible <laughs> controls. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you with that. Uh, no, the um, combat was bad in The Witcher. Still a good I game. Really got my gander up with that, Dan. <laughs> well, I think we're we're mostly in agreement. We are. The pirate stuff is good. You're just <laughs> arguing semantics now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you really are. Much. Which we're going to do <laughs> on this what podcast. We do, we do tend to argue third and fourth place. Yeah. I was just going to bring that up. That's that's, that's literally the, the reason we argue on the thummies is just semantics. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, no. Honestly, I think Assassin's Creed Origins can be something that's pretty special. And it's kind of cool that they took that time off to make this game. I feel like it really shows in this. Um, and I also know the same team that made Black Flag also made this game. If that is an indication to how um, you know you guys feel about Brilliant that. Team. Yeah, honestly, just have them make Assassin's Creed every other year. But maybe I'll just get this for PC. I hear a lot. Like the one or friend that I, they actually haven't <sighs> cra- they haven't cracked it yet. Pirates. What are you talking about? Pete buys all his games. Corey I borrows mean, them. I mean. You guys would be interested to know that they haven't cracked the DRM yet. You can't share the Ubisoft games, I don't think. You can. Uh, You have to sign into someone else's Ubisoft account. You play. Yeah, there's no family share on Uplay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. They're not family friendly. Um... Yeah, but the one one of my friends, the reason I ended up getting it, he played it, loved it, said I needed to play it at some point. Um, I'm very weak when it comes to spending money. Yeah, I just hemorrhage cash. So, yeah, I recommend it to all of you guys to try it. So, I know Eric, you have it, but thank you. Mm-hmm. That. No problem. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Anything else, Will? Uh, 
Nah, I've just been playing some duty. Duty. Oh, we're going to talk duty. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I talked about everything instead of the new stuff. My bad. You didn't listen to the rules. No, I broke them. I've only got a couple things to share, like, later on, on other things I've been playing. But uh, So, yeah, for me, I played two games that were gifted to me over this past week. Uh, the first being the Golf Club 2, which was gifted to me by uh, a friend. Should I say who it, who it is, or doesn't it matter? Pete. No, not Pete. No. No, Tim. Uh, he's an avid golfer. Uh, it was uh, during the Steam sale. Uh, my friend Tim sent me the sent me the game. I uh, only had enough time to I, I fired it up. <clears throat> excuse me, and did the tutorial. I haven't played any more since then. My kids have been sick all this week, so it's it nighttime hasn't gone to games. It's been to taking care of sick sick twins and stuff. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that's why I'm a little little hoarse too. Uh, but yeah, I really can only discuss the controls, which I actually really like. Uh, so it's it's got a little bit of customization, but the left stick controls your your swing. So it's all about tempo and rhythm and aim on the on the on the the left thumbstick. So it's really like it's really skill based. Uh, and I found that the tempo was a difficult thing at first to get down. Uh, for the shots, it's not too bad, but once you get onto the green, and and my friend who had played the first one told me about this, the putting is really really hard because it's it's the same thing you control the the pace and the speed of the club with the thumbstick uh which for swinging a club you know it's it's a lot easier to change which club you're using to to and still like do a full swing because that's really the easiest way to hit hit the ball in the golf club but when you're putting you can't obviously swing as hard as you want for every putt you know the short putts you can only draw the club back a little bit so it's difficult to get the hang of that but that sounds like a nightmare to me I think it's going to take some getting used to, definitely. But uh, I think once I get the hang of it, I'm going to really like like it because you really get a feel for like like actually playing golf. You know, I just I feel like the it, it's impossible to be as precise with the thumbsticks as you you want to be. Well, that's I mean that's that's part of it. Like it's it that's what makes it feel like like a golf game. You know, yeah, because right? it's kind of the same same thing you know when you're drawn back and making sure your club face is square when you're hitting the ball and turning your wrists over like you, it's not quite the same but you get a feel for all that stuff when you're when you're playing the golf club which i really mm-hmm. like um so i'll definitely be sinking more time into that i don't know how i can get a beaten game out of that i have to look into the modes and stuff if there's a career mode that i can win a championship on or something that that could oh game for it. oh arbitrary uh arbitrary I mean, the credits are Gold rolling. Points. I don't know if the the credits will roll ever in the game. You'll have to but. find out where the credits roll. What if the credits are in the... You know how sometimes they put the credits in the, in the menu? menu? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have to figure out something that would be beating a game. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Because if you can literally literally read the credits from the menu, that's not accomplishing anything in the game. Uh, so I played that. I was also gifted a copy of Sk- Cities Skylines. Oh, from who, Dan? From Johnny. Did he give you one, too? No. Uh, oh. He told me that he got that for you, and I told him yeah. that he was a better brother than me. <laughs> but I, my friends complain that Johnny never buys them stuff, uh-huh. like like Evan and Tim and all of them. And I was like, guys, guess what? Johnny bought my brother a game. I don't know. Like, what? Okay, so, so what was happening was I was playing Bioshock Infinite again. 
Um, I just wanted to try it out on my ultra wide monitor and I ended up playing it for like four hours without even thinking about it. And I don't know if he felt bad cause he didn't, I don't know if he felt bad that I was playing it like an old game, but no, he's been playing it recently and yeah, loving it. I, I, I saw that he was playing it and I, yeah, that's, it, it's awesome that he sent it to me and I very much appreciate it. So I, I, I probably played like two hours worth. I, I booted it up. I jumped right in without reading anything about the game. I started a city. I blew all my money immediately. Uh, couldn't really do anything. So I was like, well, I'm going to read a guide. And it's a good thing I did because there's no way I would have figured out how to start the start the game without without a guide. Because, you know, I feel like in SimCity, you just start building and you just keep building and building and building and building without any kind of moderation. Yeah, I guess. It's been a while <laughs> since I played one of those, but... Um, it's uh, I, it's um so I talked about this when I talked about that what was that game that I played Will that you were interested in something about you kingdoms know? and castles mm. it's the whole like <clears throat> I don't know like in that game especially you're not really working towards anything you're just like you you're growing one piece but in order to grow that one thing you need to grow some other things and then you know in order to sustain those other things you have to start building other things. And then in order to sustain those other things, you have to do this other thing. And it's just this big loop of, of building without any sort of ultimate goal. Uh, at least in that game. I don't know if, if that's the case in City Skylines. but um, I mean, I'm not sure. Like I said, I, I stopped my initial game because like, I was just hemorrhaging money and I couldn't make any money. And I couldn't build anything because I didn't have any money. So I started a new game under the guidance of a Steam guide that I found which uh, walk me through the beginning just to get me like set up so that I'm not uh, I'm making money, uh, which was very helpful. So I mean, I, at this point, I have to let the game go for a little while till I can do my next thing. But uh, I was kind of scrolling through the guide as I was letting my city city kind of grow, uh, and it seems like it's pretty pretty complex. It seems like there's a lot of depth there. I really like it aesthetically. The graphics are really nice. Um, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it. Is it the Crusader Kings of city building? Uh, I, I don't have enough experience with city building games. I, the last one I played was the Sim City on mobile, which Oof. was obviously simplistic. But <clears throat> and then before that, it's the old Sim City games that I haven't played in a really long time. So yeah, but I do think it's it's one of the best received city building games. Um, it's uh, published by Paradox, so if that gives you uh, an indication. So it is the Crusader Kings of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's an accurate accurate descriptor. Yeah. So I don't I I can't remember who the developer is, but the publisher is Paradox. So yeah, good stuff. I've I've enjoyed it so far. Like I said, my game time was cut a little short this week due to sick youngins, but mm. hopefully next week I can sink some time into it. So yeah, that's what I played. Uh, I got everyone right. Yeah, you did it. Nibble bits, Corey. Why don't you get a start with nibble bits? Okay. Um, the Blizzard Hearthstone expansion, which I already briefly mentioned, called Kobolds in Catacombs, releases December twelfth. Just two short weeks from Tuesday, last Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Right? Is my math right? Doesn't matter. Nobody cares except me. So, um, I, what I do like what they've been doing uh, for in advance of this 
expansion. And I don't know if they did this for the last two, just because I wasn't playing when the last two were released. But for the tavern brawls leading up to this, you get a card pack from this pack that sits in your in your little inventory there uh, until the expansion releases, which I, I really like. I don't know. I could see some people being kind of upset about that, but uh, I, I really like it. So as of right now, I already have three card packs for the, the new expansion uh, that I will look forward to opening on release date, which is also probably pretty smart on their end. You know, if they pick up a few people here and there who just log in for the Tavern Brawl, what a great way to make sure they're logged in on uh, on release day and engage with the new cards and stuff. <clears throat> There is that. What else did I tweet? Oh, the new Civ 6 expansion uh, titled Rise and Fall has a release date. Uh, coincidentally, Dan, I went back um, and listened to our thummies from last year. I did not realize that this was the game you gave Game of the Year. Good yep. for you. Good for you. Which game? Uh, Civ, Civ 6. 6. That's right, he did. <clears throat> So here's the here's the little back of the box quote. With the new Great Ages system in Sid Meier's Civ 6 Rise and Fall, players can experience the ebb and flow of building empires amidst the challenges of history, either to lasting greatness or the dust of antiquity. Uh, with this expansion's new features, players will be both challenged and rewarded in ways never seen before in the 26 years of the Civilization franchise. So the release date is February 8th, 2018. Uh, we'll have all your your standard new you know new civs. Um, they're implementing a new city loyalty system, which assigns loyalty ratings to each city, uh, and that is influenced by the leadership of the player, um, low yields, politics, all that kind of stuff. Also, yeah, so nine new leaders, eight civilizations, new units, wonders, districts, buildings, all that good stuff. So it sounds like the biggest um, addition is the new city loyalty system. The trailer's pretty cool. I don't know if you got any of you guys watched the trailer. I haven't yet. Uh, it has zero gameplay, which I sort of almost expect from a Civ game at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to get excited about Civ gameplay in a tra- in a game trailer. You know? Yeah, it, it really is. Um, but that's it. I just had those two. All right. Uh, I'll go next. So for my first nibble bit, uh, where is it? Oh, the Bureau XCOM to Classified is free on Humble right now. So it's a free game. Just go download it. No reason not to. I actually played the Bureau XCOM to Classified, and it's not great. Not bad, though. I feel like it got kind of got a raw deal <clears throat> because when it was announced, people were expecting a new, a new XCOM game, I guess. And uh, the Bureau Declassified wasn't quite what people wanted, so... Uh, but it's a tactical, like, third-person shooter. It's okay. I don't remember, really remember that much about it, but I remember I didn't I didn't hate it. So Fair enough. Yeah, but it's, again, it's a free game. So uh, that's on Humble, HumbleBundle.com. Uh, and then my next and last nimble bit is that there is going to be a Super Mario cereal. Nintendo's partner with Kellogg's to make a delicious-looking cereal that will be available starting December 11th. Uh, the cereal box will also ha- have amiibo functionality, which will give you stuff in Super Mario Odyssey. So, coins and hearts, I think. Pay, hearts. So even Mar- Mario's going pay to win. Heart star. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, but it Heart looks stars, like stars, horseshoes. It looks like H- Lucky Charms, is what it looks like from the, from oh, the box buying. picture. I'll be getting some too, definitely. 
So that's my nibble bits. Will, what do you got for nibble bits? Honestly, I'll get to why later, but I don't have any nibble bits. Oh, that's fine. What do you got, Eric? I've got one quick one, Dan, and that mm-hmm. goes back to Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah. For so those of you looking forward to the first seasonal event, it kicks off tonight with your Christmas event at 10 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. East. So Yikes. get ready. Time to decorate <clears throat> nice. for Christmas. Can't wait. <laughs> After I told you not to play it. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're, you, you're just delivering the news, Eric. That's all. <laughs> yeah, just that's the all I can do. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, it. that's all I got. Okay. Uh, how's your week, Eric? Good. Uh, don't think I have a ton to talk about. We've just been getting ready for the baby, as usual. Got the car seat all strapped in. Uh, you know, just straightening up. Uh, she's got a... Another baby shower coming up this week, uh, which is her friends planning for her, and it's uh, a co-ed baby shower apparently. So I'll be going to that one. Mm, um, fun, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really about all I got going on these days. Thanksgiving that happened. Yeah, it did. I made the made the turkey for the first time. Nice. How'd it come out? Came out good. It wasn't was dry. Pleased. It was. Is slightly overcooked, just slightly. I have to be careful because she's pregnant. Yeah, with the, the raw meat, so it yep. was. Ju- it wasn't dry though. Okay. Um, I watched a couple of YouTube videos, and uh, I did Gordon Ramsay's method, mm-hmm. which was you take a bunch of soft butter, you mix in like it was lemon juice, olive oil, um, some a couple of different herbs. You make a ball out of it and you get underneath the skin and kind of coat underneath there so it melts over top of it. And then you also rub it <clears throat> on the top, on the skin of the turkey. Um, but yeah, it came out really well. I was I was happy with it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's about it. All right, Will, what do you got? I had a pretty eventful week. Week, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Um, you know, Thanksgiving happened. Corey came home. Um, our sister flew in from Canada with her kid, Ryan. Uh, that was good, and you guys all came for Thanksgiving and to hang out with uh, Allison. So that was a lot of fun. Did a lot of family stuff. Um, I wanted to play more video games in that time, but I didn't really get the chance to. But Because I actually got really, really, really sick. Uh-huh. Um, I'm actually now starting to get over it a little bit, which is why I've had my mic muted, because I've been coughing like a fiend. Um, it's because so you were I- around kids. Yeah, and I get, like all the kids are sick, and I don't know what they brought back from Canada, all those invasive germs that I don't see. Um, so what happened was I felt fine, felt fine, felt fine. Uh, I was babysitting Ryan one day, and you know that like fever thing that like the temperature. They were doing it to try to get it work, and it wouldn't work. So I was like, oh, I'll do it. So I did it. Whatever. I had a hundred fever somehow, but I felt fine. So I didn't think anything of it. I let it go. Um, and then Saturday morning when I woke up, I felt a really bad sore throat coming on. So I was like, oh, I got to go to work. I have an eight hour shift. Uh, I'm just going to take medicine, be good, call it good. Um, and I felt my body during work progressively get sicker and sicker and sicker. And I was like, this is going to, this is going to be terrible. And I didn't bring enough medicine to take something later in the day to finish my shift off. 
Um, so like I was just like standing in one spot at work, just like feeling like garbage. I had such a bad sore throat that I couldn't really talk. And you know, like when you're about to throw up the buildup of saliva in your mouth that you get, I didn't have the stomach sickness, but, but I was having the saliva buildup in my throat, but I couldn't swallow it back down because my throat hurt so bad and was so swollen. So I was running into the back, like in the produce back room and like spitting it out in the compactor. That's what happened when I had strep throat last year. That sounds like strep throat to me. Early, earlier this year. Like, I just would go spit in the sink because I, yeah. I couldn't swallow. Yeah. Couldn't. I, it was terrible. I had a hard time swallowing food. Couldn't really talk with customers because it hurt so bad. Um, I finished my shift off, though. I got home. Um, and Cora can attest to this. I literally laid on the couch and slept until, like, I don't know, it was like 9 o'clock or something like that. But, like, my body hurt so bad and was so sore uh, from it that, like, I had a hard time moving. So the only way... fever was 104. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) Sorry. Um, We're getting there. But, uh, so (laughs) the only way that I could move is I had to throw myself off the couch. So, like, I rolled off the couch, made a plate of food, uh, and it was, like, mashed potatoes and stuffing and stuff like that. So it was, like, pretty easy stuff to eat. And then, I like, I laid on the the, uh, the living room couch, and I wanted to watch the end of the Leafs game. So I, uh, I fell asleep, woke up, and I felt a fever like I've never had before. So, like, I did the thing again, and it was 104.7. Wow. Was my, was my fever. That's almost hospital-worthy. <laughs> well, I didn't know this go, like, until I went to work, but because Corey and mom were kind of like, are you serious? Like, kind of like really, really concerned. I'm like, not, yeah, like, I'm, I'm fine, though. Like, I'm fine, whatever. Mom wanted me to call him to work. Of course, I wasn't. So, like, I went upstairs, went to bed, woke up again to go to work. I had produce load. So it was a very physical shift, uh, and I was not feeling up to it. So I did my fever again before I left for work, had 103. Uh, I ended up going to work, going through my shift. It was terrible. I had no energy. Uh, so I ended up getting out 30 minutes early because I finished the load because I'm a champion. Um, and left, went home. And then, like, the next day I had, like, 100. And then the Tuesday I had, like, a 95. So, like, it was lower than 98. Um, so now, like, I don't have a fever anymore. And the soreness is gone and the sore throat's gone. But I have the residual, like... Um, voice gone, kind of. I've been coughing a lot. Um, I feel a little slow, low energy. But honestly, what I had was probably the worst I had felt sick-wise in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I legitim- <coughs> sorry, I legitimately couldn't move out of bed for like four days. Um, I skipped school Monday and Tuesday just because I could not get up. The only times I feel bad now, really, are when I first wake up or right before I'm going to bed. But I only take medicine before I go to bed right now. Um, I kind of don't like taking medicine. But because I felt so sick, Corey and Peter were kind enough to uh, set me up with Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> nice. I had nice from Peter. Mainly Corey, but Peter was, was present. But anyway. Peter had no part in this one. Oh, no. Okay, so Corey was kind enough to set me up. For whatever reason, I just had this this random thought where I really wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z. Uh, for whatever reason, the Frieza saga, the Cell saga, was like, I really want to watch those again. So I figured out what seasons they were. It's basically two through six or seven are the seasons that that all takes place in. Um, so I was complaining to you guys in the chat about how, like, I like to buy... The only way I can watch Dragon Ball Z 
basically was if I bought the seasons. Um, so Corey ended up, you know, Corey has them. So I ended up being able to, he put them on his Plex server. So I've literally been sitting there and I've watched all of season two, which is like 40 episodes in like a day. Uh, and now I'm going on to season three of Dragon Ball Z. And I know Eric loves the show, so I won't, Oh my God. I, I won't talk too much about it, but my God, I forgot how awesome that show was. Guys, no, no. <laughs> it was, what, I, I, I do what see what's awesome about it. I love the I love the uh a lot of the characters in the show and I like they do a good job with tension and like with the and I'm not talking about the powering up for you know this the four six episodes. Episode, four six episodes that they do. I'm right. talking about things like where I'm at right now was uh they just got the Dragon Balls. Uh, and like they're trying to make the wish while Frieza's racing towards them. Like I was legitimately getting anxious watching it because like i like i obviously know they beat frieza but like i don't remember how everything panned out because it was so long since i've last seen it so i'm like oh my god does frieza like get a wish in so they can't like i was like freaking out during it um i still don't know what happens i liked um i don't know if you guys remember this but the uh frieza calls in that squad of people to help him out on namek uh and they like the one guy can switch bodies with the, Ginyu, the Ginyu Force. Yeah, the Ginyu Force. And Captain Ginyu can switch bodies with anybody. So Goku threw a frog into the uh, the the thing. So ended up Ginyu ended up becoming a frog. It was just stuff like that that made me laugh. And like I didn't realize that they could they swore on the show too. I forgot they did that. Um, and I know they flip each other off every now and again too. Is another thing I didn't pick up on. <laughs> I also didn't realize Master Roshi's a pervert. Oh yeah, yes he is. <laughs> If you think he's bad in DBZ, you should watch the Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> is he worse? No, oh, it's way worse. The whole series is is way more pervy. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. I just never, like, I was too young to, like, pick up on any of that. And now, like, I'm old enough. And, like, I'm picking up on their, their more, like, adult jokes. And it's, it's pretty funny. It makes me laugh every now and again. But... Yep. Uh, I know after this episode, I'm going to pick up season three um, because it's officially the Frieza saga because I was apparently watching the Namek saga. So, but I'm really, oh. I'm into it. Yeah. Where's, where'd the Namek saga come in? The that, Namek... Was that skipped in the original Funimation? I don't think so. Cause I remember a lot of that stuff. I don't remember the Namek saga. Do you remember that, Dan? It, it was, it was them clutching the Dragon Balls and stuff like that. Do you remember, like, when they landed, and then, like, Vegeta came, and then Frieza's crew was there, and they're all trying to collect the Dragon Balls, and they're all stealing the Dragon Balls from each other? Yeah, okay, now that, I <laughs> That's considered the Namek Saga, and then once they summon the dragon is the Frieza Saga, because that's when they all fight Frieza. Gotcha, okay. So, um, I also want to point out how bizarre it was that they decided Krillin, a six-year-old boy in Balma were a good enough crew to send to another planet to collect the Dragon Balls. <laughs> well, I mean, Balma was, was in Dragon Ball GT, was the like original yeah. part of the troop, you know? She kind of fell on... Goku essentially joined her, yeah. if I remember correctly. <clears throat> Let me tell you, though, Balma was really annoying. Yeah. It's like, Gohan and Krillin are doing the best they can, and she's complaining that she's alone. Yeah. It's like, shut up. But, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch up with you, Will. I don't think I'll be able to catch up, but um, you should... I still have to watch season one of DPZ. See, I watched season one fair, like a year ago, so I 
I knew I'd skip that. Um, but I don't. You might not be able to catch up because I've been watching at a pretty crazy pace. But you should definitely keep watching. Yeah. Because I want to be able to talk about it with somebody. Because I'd like I'd like to rewatch. It's been a really long time for me since high school. I don't think I've watched it since then. It's cool because it's nineteen minute episodes. Yeah. So like I I just blow through like ten a night and with no big deal. Well, I remember there being a ton of commercials during those uh, half an hour episodes. Yeah, they took ha- they took half an hour chunk for nineteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's or crazy. most shows are like twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two to twenty four. Yep. But yeah, we we should all start watching, uh, and then we can start talking about it every week, right, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all. And I will say, like, when they act... Dragon Ball podcast as part of our podcast network. That's not a bad idea. And I will say, like, when they do do fight, I think it's pretty cool, too. So that's that's the appeal for me, is it's almost like... It's almost like choosing, like, a wrestler to follow, you know? Because you have your favorites, and it's just cool to see them fight and watch their power levels. Like, that's what I'm... following wrestling been cool? Excuse me? (laughs) It's... Wrestling Following wrestling's hurts. always been cool. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it, like I, I got the video of the power levels playing in the in the stream right now. It's just cool to watch that stuff and, oh, and shit, see the see yeah see the <laughs> see the characters power up and you know go from evolved to Super Saiyan and all that. Yeah, Piccolo, like, Piccolo is always my yourself? favorite character. Yeah, well, I'm a 30, 30 year old man talking about DBZ. Uh-huh. Eric, you have no idea how pumped I was when Goku got to Namek to save everybody. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh my god, this is so. I was like, Goku, Goku, <laughs> like an idiot. Did but you I'm cheer like, up at all? Well, I can't. Not yet. I will never understand the love of Dragon Ball Z. I, I might will never get it. It's not for everybody, but I used to get so pissed off <laughs> that we had to wait to go play roller hockey so you jagaloons could go watch <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Never missed an episode. I know. Uh, Eric remembers that. Never yeah. missed one. Or uh, I might cry when Goku throws the spirit bomb at Namek. Uh, sad moment. It what is a moment. sad moment. But I just remember, like, I recently, I don't know, about a year ago, watched the Cell on Gohan fight, and I was like, I want to watch Dragon Ball Z, and that's when I watched season one. Uh, but now, like, I'm just head over heels for Dragon Ball Z, and that's all I want to do right now. You should get the little, uh, what do they call them? The pop dolls. Funko Pop. Things? Funko, Funko Pop, Pop. Funko yeah, Pops. you should get the Funko Pop dolls. That's what I was ta- telling you. My coworker was telling me about Beerus. He bought a Beerus doll for, like, 80 bucks or something like that and turned it around and sold it for 130 <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I've been doing research on Beerus and what's going on with that. Because that's in the new series, right? Yeah, it's in Super, Dragon Ball Super. Which apparently is doing really well. So People are going crazy for Dragon Ball Super. Sounds like so we'll anyway, have to watch guys, that one. Get it back together here. <laughs> oh, Tito says in the chat there's a viral video of the new Dragon Ball series where we see Goku perform the best Kamehameha ever. Tito, can you link that in the in our chat? I really, really want to Let's talk see about it. it. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> Actually, no. Let's keep moving. That, that's all I got for Dragon Ball Z. Is but that all? I, I really could keep going. More. I could keep going, honestly. I was... I'm uh, so in, into it. It's unreal. It's like I'm seven years old again. I don't think age has anything to do with it. 
No, I I was super into it when I was seven. That's when I watched it. Oh. Okay. That's that's what I like. Remember, I remember like the Frieza saga, the Cell saga, Android saga, the Boo saga. Like I remember all of that because I watched through it, but I forgot most of it. I only remember like the major plot points. Poor Krillin, by the way, he gets beat up all the time. <clears throat> He's always he's always the one that's like just holding on until the real, you know. Yeah, he's real the first, trooper shows up. He's the first responder. Yep, he poor guy. Hint. I googled who dies the most in Dragon Ball Z. It's Krillin like seven times. <laughs> like Kenny in South Park. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. Anything else, Will? Nah, that's it. Okay. What do you got, Corey? I want to bring it back to DBZ for a second. Okay. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, Corey. I, I, yeah. Isn't it really funny in the first season when they pan to Goku running on Snake Run, and then they just pan away, and they'll just pan back to him running on Snake Run, and that's all is seen. They pan away. That's part of the appeal, too, is the just the, the sheer, I don't know, like monotony of some of the stuff. <laughs> it's ridiculous. His 10-second scene is just him running. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I too was sick. I came down with it pretty hard on Monday. Uh, was out of commission bad on Tuesday, and uh, felt a little better yesterday and today, even even a little more better, but more better. Um, what do I have to talk about? Oh, I tried Taco Bell's new rolled tacos, which are basically just taquitos. Yeah, uh, Di- they is, have dipping sauces, right? It's just like a cheese sauce. If there are multiple options, I don't know about them because they weren't offered to me. Um, but yeah, when I was really sick Tuesday night, um, I convinced Sophie to take me to Taco Bell, and I bought way too much food. I had the I bought a Crunchwrap, a beefy nacho griller, mm-hmm. uh, the rolled in order rolled tacos, uh, a couple other things that are escaping me right now, and I got a a freeze, a Baja Blast freeze, which I've never had before, but it felt good on my throat. <clears throat> Uh, which I probably won't get again. It was kind of gross, but it did feel good on my throat. Or I like so, the uh, the frozen lemonade with Mountain Dew. That's pretty good. What, what is that? The Baja Blast one that I tried? No, I don't like no, Baja no, Blast. No. So what's the lemonade with Mountain Dew? Is that ta- is that at Taco Bell? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was a limited time thing, but that was pretty good. It must be because uh, I use the app to order. I don't know if you guys have ever used the app to order, but. Yes. It makes it's a lot less stressful when you get to the drive-thru if your order's already there. Um, and the only options they had were the blue raspberry airhead, whatever that one is, uh, red airhead, something or other, and then the Baja Blast one. Um, what else did I do? Not too much. I was home for Thanksgiving, hung out, got to play some Switch. Um, pretty much that's been it. I mean family stuff and being sick and back to work so not a ton to talk about <clears throat> did you make any black friday purchases hell no i didn't i don't mean like actually in store but online mm, no although your your daughter's uh birthday present was five dollars off so and i think oh. i bought that on cyber monday so maybe it cyber was five dollars off because it was cyber monday i don't know yeah, it could be. It's it's gen- it's just come to be like end of November sales. They've all kind of blended together. Yeah, it's a retailer of your choice is fifteen percent off week. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I've only got a couple quick things to, to talk about. Uh, a couple new pieces of tech. So, first off, uh, as we talked about, our sister was was in town, and she gave me her old Fitbit, which is the Fitbit Charge Two, because she got one for her husband, but he wasn't going to wear it. So, I, it was the high end one, whatever, whatever one. It, I don't know what it's called. Charge Two. Um, no, that's what I have. She got the the new the the, the top end model Blaze. Yes, yeah. that's what it is. So she kept that one and gave me the the charge too, uh, which I have been wearing. Uh, <laughs> I remember Eric talking back in the day about people. A lot of people wearing Fitbits that don't look like they uh, should be wearing Fitbits or need Fitbits because they don't exercise well, anyway. So they don't need Fitbits. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> they they don't. People get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, I, I mean, I'm not using it for exercise either, but I've gotten a lot of use out of the sleep tracking thing, uh, which I found found pretty interesting. My wife loves that. Yeah, it's 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 surprisingly detailed, which I, I, I didn't expect because my wife has a different uh, has. I don't even know what it's called, but a, a less expensive Fitbit and it doesn't have as as detailed of a sleep tracker. I think it's uh, the Alta or something. Is that what it is? Yeah, that sounds I, right. It might Alta, be the one she has. Fitbit Alta. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting to, that it coincides too with like uh, my kids have been coughing like literally all night for the past five days. And I've had this for, you know, like a week maybe. Uh, and I can tell when I wake it. I can tell when I w- when that wakes me up, when their coughing wakes me up. It, it'll have a little red bar where I where I was awake instead of sleep. And it gives, it gives you deep sleep and REM sleep and light sleep. Um, so I found that I found that pretty interesting. I want to try to sync up like what causes my sleep to be better or worse. Um, I've also been same one my wife has, Dan. The charge too. Yep. Yeah, uh, I want to get a new band for it. I don't like the band very much. It's just plain plain black. I want she, something with some color. A, I believe she got a new band too. A blingy blingy one. No, she I kind of want the all black. Okay, I kind of want to get a blingy one. Yeah, uh, she liked the all black. Maybe maybe like a leather spiked Fitbit charge band. If they have that, uh, but I did want to say too, I've I've been, for the past, I guess it's three months now. I've been I've been dieting. Uh, I haven't talked about it because I I don't know. I just never felt like it was a good opportunity. But I've I've lost uh, thirty five pounds total and twenty five since mid September. Nice. It- Dan, you look you I like on Thanksgiving. I hadn't seen you in person for a really long time, and I was yeah. You, you only see my fat face on cam. Well, you know. No. We've noticed your face getting thinner. Maybe. I just thought it was the lighting, <clears throat> the good lighting. Mhm. But yeah, uh I yeah. I I think me and Will talked about it a couple weeks ago, but or maybe a few months ago, but the intermittent fasting uh was is it was part of the puzzle for me. Uh trained myself to eat a lot less than I used to. Last week was a bad week though. Uh it was Thanksgiving. It was mine and my wife's anniversary, which mm-hmm. we always make us uh chicken enchiladas and overeat. Uh so it was a bad week and it is really hard to get back onto the diet after a whole week of bad eating. If you just do like one cheat day a week, it's not too bad to get back onto the diet, but a whole week of eating bad and eating the amounts that I used to uh, I've been starving all week, and it's been hard to not 
gorge myself on food like I've trained myself to do over the past 30 years or whatever. So, yeah, no, uh, I swear by intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually going to be starting it back up here pretty soon once I feel better. But how does that work, Will? Uh, so basically, what you do is you fast for 16 hours and you get all your eating done in an eight-hour window. Yep. Um, so basically, you can make your your eating window from two to ten, which is usually what I do. So there's a, there's there's a couple ways you can do it. I I tried earlier in the year the uh, five and two. Where five days you eat normally and two days you eat twenty five percent of your calories, but that was too hard to just do two days of of the fasting. It's it's a lot easier the to do the sixteen hour fast like you do. Well, I I usually do like ten to six uh-huh. or eleven to seven are my are my eating hours. <clears throat> yeah, no. Well, what the the point kind of is is to you got to go twelve hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Um without eating because when you do 12 hours is like when your body starts to like it kind of goes in shock to like oh my god like i haven't eaten in forever and that's like when your body eats away at fat to mm. so is yeah. the gist so of how it. much are you supposed to eat in that the eight hour time frame what, what well, i did was amount. yeah i i started off just eating doing the that? fasting and and eating like whatever normal amounts um yeah. and it, like slowly over the course of a month I started eating less and less and less and that that's where when I started like I just did because I started that in like mid-August maybe and I lost seven pounds just by doing that just by changing when I ate Um, and then after my birthday and all that stuff in in mid-September is when I I I put in low carb I I stopped eating as many carbs and and completely cut out like sugary stuff Um, and that's when I lost the it was like 25 pounds now i put on like eight pounds over the course of the week uh thanksgiving god you um, lose and gain weight like it's going rubber, style yeah i rubber band <clears throat> i do i do too so i'm with you um, it's uh i think the best way for anybody to start is to do the way that dan did because uh, it's really hard to do intermittent fasting coupled with eating healthy right off the bat because yeah. that's a lot for you to do. You're kind of supposed so to just eat, eat like in. you normally would. Yeah, because like what happens is it's to get like say you get, eat 3,000 calories in the course of a day. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot to get in, in an eight-hour window. Yeah. Um, because I get 2,000 when I do it, and that's a lot of food for me to eat in an eight-hour window with like trying to like carry out a normal day uh sometimes i don't even hit 2000 calories in the course of a day but the thing is like four twinkies (laughs) yeah if you want to eat four twinkies yeah but like (laughs) we're still eating four twinkies (laughs) can't have just one there's better packaged sweets (laughs) cosmic brownies oh no you're not not wrong there dan little debbies no those are fine too cosmic brownies oatmeal cream pie come on I'm with you on the oatmeal cream pie, Corey, but I think Dan hit it on the head with the cosmic brownie. Yeah, they're fat. Hell no. Uh-uh. No. You know what you else are, are good? Sick. Halloween time, those little pumpkin ones. Yeah. 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 They're fantastic. I'm not sure. Now, I you, now you guys are speaking my language. <laughs> Sweets. Well, Eric, you can do that and still do intermittent fasting. Yeah, maybe I'll give this a whirl. It's uh, You might not uh, want to. Yeah, even if you want to do 12 hours of you know off eating 12 on you can do it like that too there's a lot of different ways you can do it um yeah 
It worked uh, worked great for me. Did not work for my wife. She did not enjoy it, intermittent fasting. The, um, some people, and that's why they always say like the best diet is the one that works for you because yeah. I, I think it's almost in our blood to to like I think intermittent fasting is the best for us because I'm the same way. I could go, you know, I lots of days I don't eat anything until I get home from work and I don't even mm-hmm. like think about it. You know, it just yeah, doesn't bother me. It's so hard for me in the setting where I work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is hard. I have so yeah. much at my fingertips. <laughs> I hear you. Like, it's just so difficult for me. I um same boat, Eric. I've actually trained myself to never buy anything there. How? Um, I'd have to leave my I, wallet at home. What? I, I leave mine in the car, and I told myself I don't want to give the place <laughs> that's paying me money back. Oh, I do. <laughs> Eric, you could do it the opposite. Just eat while you work and then that's don't true. eat when you get home that's yeah, yeah that's that's an option too um, or eight hours yeah yeah <laughs> um just eat the whole time just yeah Eric, down you're really eating a lot at work i mean you always did but it's even more <laughs> it's the new diet i'm on yeah it's the new <laughs> diet i'm trying out guys see the seafood how do diet. i look <laughs> but honestly eric like if you're able to do it and stick with it I like I wouldn't eat until two every day, and like I wouldn't be hungry at all. But yeah. I love breakfast; it's my favorite food. I do yeah, too. See, that's I, my first meal of the day. At between ten and eleven is when I'll eat my first meal, and it's always an omelet. Yeah, or I mean scrambled I, eggs. That's what I would do. Same thing, but at two, like Coffee. I ate I ate my eggs at two in the afternoon. <laughs> it's wow. weird, weird for you though, because your work schedule too. If I was working, I would have a different time frame where I was eating. Yeah. Like, Eric, even if you want, like, I cut out breakfast in the morning. I still eat breakfast, but later. But, like, you could cut out, like, dinner if you wanted. It didn't. You can be flexible with it. Yeah. I just prefer to, like, sometimes eating can be social. And, like, you do it later in the day if you're being social. So I try to have that open to be able to. You must have read the same blog as me, Will. Oh, did somebody say that? I I read that exact reason on a blog a while ago. Eating is often social for us. Yeah. See, yeah. So, like, I would keep dinner. A lot of people say intermittent fasting doesn't work for people because but you have can't you be. Had breakfast. That's yeah. Breakfast. Like I, I can't said, make myself eggs when I'm at work. You could. Well, reheated eggs are gross. Yes, they yeah. are. I make a damn good scrambled egg. It's like I'm saying you make good cereal. No, no, no. <laughs> there, no, that is not true. That is absolutely not true. <clears throat> There Maybe another to scrambled eggs. <laughs> May, there, honest, and there could be a different diet that would work better for you. That's just the one that I I see the best results with. Well, I want to give this a try, though. Yeah, it, it'll be really hard the first week. Well, sure. Not, not gonna lie. Because <laughs> like once you start coupling that with some physical like like activity, like I mean you are you're already walking around a lot at work, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's worked worked well. I've I've been very very happy with it. And not that it has not that it's been like super easy because I'm constantly tempted by my kids' leftover food that I just want to eat because I don't want to throw it in the garbage, which is real tough because it's usually good stuff like pasta, mm. but I try not to eat it. Cheese puffs. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh, I also I made a black. It was either Black Friday. I think it was Black Friday or maybe the Saturday after. I bought the Amazon Echo, 
Uh, that was the the better version of the the Alexa thing. It was eighty dollars for Black Friday and or Cyber Monday that whole weekend. I almost did. Yeah, because uh, again they, they split it up. It was five payments of sixteen dollars, and I was like, "That's that's Man, an impulse buy." I really, buy. Sh- I really should have jumped on it. It's not still I th- a deal. I think they are still deals. Huh, yeah. I know the Echo Dot you can get for thirty bucks. Let me look, Corey. Um, can I still get the one with the light bulb? Uh, probably. They have a bunch of different, like, bundles and stuff you can get. You oh. can get, like, the Philips Hue starter kit and an Echo Dot for, like, 80 bucks, I think. Ninety nine ninety nine. Hundred bucks. <clears throat> yeah, there's a, there's, there's a few different, few different deals. Um, but I just got it, I just got it today. Uh, and let me tell you, the sound quality on it is fabulous. I know there was some really? complaints about it at first. Because that's was all fantastic. the I read, but, yes. but apparently there's, uh, they did something to, to make it better. Yeah, there, there was a, an update or something. I read, read yeah. about that, too. Because uh, I, had I had my Echo Dot connected to my Jawbone speak, little Jawbone speaker, which I thought had, had good sound quality. But when I plugged this one in, and I was playing the Lord of the Rings soundtrack when I was making dinner today, and it's fantastic. It's got very good rumble to the to the bass, and it, it sounds fantastic. I'm very impressed with it. I'm not an audiophile by any means, um, so I just go by what my ear tells me, but I, it really sounded good. So, kind of like the Heather Gray. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get the silver one, but I ended up accidentally ordering the black one. So, I have the black one. I'd probably... The Heather Gray, depending on where I put it in the house, would look nicer in here. Why are some why are the, why are some of the styles twenty bucks more? The wood ones I think are more expensive. The wood finish. Why? I don't know. Because look at it. I don't know if it's actual wood. It's probably plastic that looks like wood, so I don't know why that would be more expensive. <coughs> but this is walnut finish. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to get one of the silver silver fabric ones because um, that was after we redo our kitchen. That's what it would match better but i ended up accidentally ordering the black one because i'm an idiot (laughs) what's echo connect um i'm not entirely sure i think Uh, that means you can connect to them like if you have multiple you can play uh, music like in each room together i think there's like an intercom thing that they do too so because we're going to move the echo dot and the jawbone the speaker down here so we have one down here and upstairs it's really useful in the kitchen uh oh we did uh hello fresh are you guys familiar with hello fresh mm-hmm. yeah it's one of those meal delivery services and uh when i was making the meals for them it, i had to set multiple timers and it was nice to have alexa in the kitchen that i could just say hey alexa set a, set a timer for 15 minutes or set a timer for 12 without because ha- my hands are filthy when i'm cooking so i don't have to do it on my phone or or you know, try and remember when I look at the clock what what the time is because I don't I always forget. Can I set so, this up to play a certain song whenever I enter the room? I don't know if it can detect it when you enter the room, but you can do a lot of stuff with the <clears throat> IFTTT. But you would only have, possibly just have to say, "Hey Alexa, play my song." Yeah, yeah you can set it to do good. a lot of a lot of things. Alexa, play my theme. Yeah, <laughs> play my wrestling entrance music now. <laughs> yeah. So. Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking story. into getting. Now I'm looking into getting uh, LED light strips that connect to it because I want to do under cabinet oh. lighting with the LED light strips and and that would like be cool. the bathroom and stuff that you can control with with the voice commands. Yeah. So. Man, that one really tickled my fancy, Corey. That was a good. Uh... 
Tiny you, Tim reference. You You're could welcome. annoy Sophie so badly with that. Oh, did I ever tell you guys about the time she was at home and my she was using my computer to do stuff and I was I kept playing that song over and over again f- remotely with my phone on the Spotify on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> did she know that you could do that? She figured it out pretty quick, but yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I actually read right. I actually read someone for April Fools wanted to set up their echo so that it, it rickrolled the person when they asked when that when, like when their husband was asking for a song that would play, that was Rick Roll them, but I don't think they ever figured out an answer on how to do that. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, is there uh, um, a device? A solution I'm <clears throat> trying to figure out is one of my least favorite things in life is uh, getting up in the morning and uh-huh. taking a shower when it's cold. Uh-huh. I hate it. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out a solution to that. There is, a sl- there is a solution. Here, here it is. So they make uh, what's called smart plugs. So they're, they're plugs that you can say, Alexa, turn on whatever. So you can connect it to like a little space heater in your bathroom or, or in your bedroom or whatever. And you can say, Alexa, turn on such and such an outlet and it'll turn on the heater as long as it's got the dials on it and it's not digital. Um, you can, is that what the turn it on. TP-Link smart plug is? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's, yeah, TP-Link is one of them. I think one of them you can get for $5 when you buy an Echo device. That was the sale over the sale days, but I don't know if that's still the case. No. 30 Yeah. Now, Dan. Yep. Will this play my podcast from my phone? Yes, it will play podcasts. Even like with iPhone? Yeah, I think so. Um, I haven't set it up to play podcasts because I, I, I haven't listened to them yet. But yeah, it'll play Audible. It'll play your Audible stuff. Like it'll if play... I said, hey, Alexa, play Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I think so. I think there's a – because it connects to – there's it might connect to like uh, – what is it? One of, the, one of the radio apps that it'll connect to that has podcasts on it that you can play from there. But it's I not, couldn't it's play not... it from – I don't think it's specific. No, I don't. No, it doesn't connect to iTunes. Um, yeah, see, that's a bummer. It has its. It has its own thing. Is it RDO? Maybe. See, it's no. tough for me because I, I have in. Apple Music. In. Yeah, I have Apple Music subscription, and I you know all my podcasts are on there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, I know the 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 Amazon Music Unlimited with your Echo is is it three ninety nine a month? Isn't doesn't that Once come with Prime? With Prime. Amazon Music Unlimited? Yeah. Sure. Comes with Prime? Yeah, I think. You sure? I always I thought so. I'm pretty positive. I'm pr- pretty sure it's extra. I've I've always just used Spotify because I never You can use Spotify with Amazon to be very elegant. I used Amazon but... Music for a while, but it it wasn't it didn't have Yeah. everything but I was looking for. There's a lot of songs on it like cuz we'll ask, you know, Alexa, we'll jump up Superstars one of them from Super Mario Odyssey and it doesn't it has covers. It doesn't have the official one, which is kind of annoying. I'm going to log in right now and see if it works. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an extra, extra cost. Mm-hmm. I know you can play songs like from, from Amazon Music, but I, I think it's when you add devices is when it costs extra. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. Can I use Alexa to control my Fire TV? Yes. So I can say, Alexa, play Daddy's special films. Yep. 
yeah, I mean, as long as you put it in a folder that was Daddy Special Films, I think. But yeah, no, you can use it to control your Fire TV. I think Alexa is actually on the Fire TV now. <clears throat> Son of a gun. Yeah. This is the future. It's now. I know people have been using that Nest thing for 10 years, but never really went mainstream like this. No. No. That This and uh, Google Home are both pretty prevalent. I think yeah. uh, Alexa more so, just because of all the services Amazon ties to it. How much do you think mom and dad would hate this thing if I brought it home? I don't know. I think I think mom would hate it at first, but then when when she started finding uses for it, she would like it more. I think dad would hate it the most, probably. Yeah, maybe. Because I see how he is with Siri. Well, Siri's the worst. Siri is the worst. That's true. I got an answer, boys. What do you got? Hit it. Prime Music is included with your Prime membership at no cost. Prime members can join Music Unlimited for $8 a month. Okay, Unlimited. What's the difference? What's the difference? Um, is it ad-free, maybe? I know we couldn't we could, we could we had to subscribe through the Echo to get the four night the three ninety nine rate for Amazon Music Unlimited. FAQ. What is the difference between Prime Music and Music Unlimited? Yeah, that might be it. I don't want to read this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Number just, of songs? Just, just a blurb. <laughs> it might they might rotate like what you can yeah. listen to. Yeah, it has more music. You get. Over 2 million songs with Prime Music, over 10 million songs with Music Unlimited. Okay. And playlist stations, that sort of thing. You get a bigger catalog, basically. <coughs> okay. So, yeah, like I said, it's three ninety nine with with uh, Echo if you subscribe through an Echo device. I wonder. I should try that out and see how good it is because... We actually just started, I don't know why I didn't do this earlier, but um, we just started the like family share plan for Apple Music, because uh-huh. we've both been paying for our own subscriptions. Oh. Um, so we just started doing the family share plan, which saves five bucks a month. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but I really like it, Apple Music. But, it's um, awesome, right? It, yeah. If it's the same, though, for only eight bucks a month, so I, I see how it goes. Yeah. Um, you get in your fill of post. Oh my god! <laughs> Makes me so angry every time I think about it. One of my friends did a. Um, who's the other one you guys were talking about? Little pump. Little pump. He did a little little pump like vlog video. <clears throat> little. I can see why people like Post Malone. I cannot see why people like Little Pump. Well, he was making fun of it, but okay, good. Well, what is it about Post Malone that you think people like? I think, so when I listen to his songs... We've gone off the rails tonight, boys. <laughs> I'll make this quick. When I when I play Post Malone's songs, I, the instrumentation, like the electronics that he puts in, sounds pleasing for the most part. It's like his melodies and his lyrics and his vocals that are pretty grating and terrible. I think oh, when, you, when you play Little Pump... There is absolutely. If you listen to his Something hit, redeeming about it. Exactly. Listen to his hit, Gucci Gang. I did. It's unreal. Until I could stand it. 
<laughs> it's unreal how bad that song is and it's unreal how popular it is. It's like a four minute song, but people said they took out the, all the times he repeats Gucci Gang in the song and it's like a minute long. Like he just repeats Gucci Gang like 800 times and there's just nothing to it and I can't believe people like it. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> that was perfect, Will. That's. I listen to a lot of music, so. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I think that's everything, right? Do we want to take a break, or do we want to roll right into what we played? <clears throat> I'm good to continue. I... Okay. Uh, Eric, why don't you get us started with what you played? The only other thing I wanted to talk about was Call of Duty. Uh, World War Two. <clears throat> Duty. I have been playing a shit ton of that. I've got... I think I'm about 15, 16 hours into it so far. Um, and that's only online multiplayer. Um, been playing with my buddy just about every night. Uh, we'll usually log into FIFA first, and then we jump over to Call of Duty. Uh, but man, I love that game. It's really uh, brought my love of Call of Duty back to not quite the level it was when uh, Modern Warfare came out. Like, that was amazing but i really really enjoy it i've had a really good run too like i feel like i'm contributing to the team more than i have uh in recent call of duty games um but i love all the maps the sniping has been fantastic on the uss texas i went like 25 and 7 the other night i think it was and it's just it's rewarding again and like man when you do well it's pretty rewarding oh God, it's so good. the The only thing is, have you, Will? Have you played since they changed the headquarters? No, actually, I haven't. So they updated it and they made the headquarters. You remember when they first talked about headquarters? They showed like a bunch of people running around. Yeah. They put that in, <laughs> so it's not a seamless transition from like the lobby to headquarters and back. It's- it's got to load like 90 you have people. To load, yeah, you have to load into it. Okay. And it's janky as fuck. <laughs> because, Not surprised. Yeah, a couple times they opened up my little my little thing to see if I had any uh, supply drops to call in. And it froze up on me. Both times I did that. Went over to, to um, Prestige a couple of my divisions. Mm-hmm. It just won't open. <laughs> really? Yeah, just will not open. Well, so, I... What I don't get is why didn't they just make headquarters like its own separate like instead of loading it like into it like to start when you multi like to play multiplayer or when you're like in between matches like why don't they just be like have an option to boot into headquarters so you can go run and do all that stuff you know what I mean well if they're gonna make it like this that's I mean I guess that's kind of what they have well don't you when you get first going to multiplayer like they boot you into it and like in between matches you can run around and do stuff well not anymore not anymore okay so they did section it off yeah okay I, I don't like it sectioned off i liked it the way it was yeah i prefer not having all the other players yeah i don't want all the other players in there and i want it i want it to work yeah which it did and mm-hmm. it was seamless transition mm-hmm um, and this is not, and that, that really blows because I thought that was awesome. I think we talked about that when we did our Call of Duty episode, how cool that was. Yeah, because um, no Call of Duty's done something like that. Yeah. Um, 
and I've noticed a couple of more bugs in the game in general. Like sometimes you'll be spectating for quite a while before you actually get into the match. Like everybody else will be in and you're spectating. I've had uh, that, that happens, too. That happens to me. It happens to my friend all the time. Usually whoever the party leader is, if, if you, whoever your party members are, uh, in between matches and things like that, they're not able to see like their divisions and guns and things like that. So we can't make any changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just parts of the things that the party leader can do in between matches that the, the party members can't. And it's just because the game's glitching. It's, it has nothing to do with like, you know, anything they set. It's because it's like a glitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's kind of frustrating, but the the gameplay is really good. I yeah. fucking love. Love all the weapons. I love all the maps. There's none that I don't like. Oh, can't get enough of it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of this Call of Duty. Uh, I, as you said, like it's kind of renewed my my love for oh, yeah. Call of Duty. I know I probably won't like the next one as much, but no. What future warfare? <laughs> Number eight. War fighting. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's it, Dan. Okay. Will, do you have anything? Mm, nah, honestly, not really. Just Call of Duty here and there. Actually, but Will, I, are you free tomorrow night? It's tomorrow. I actually don't work Saturday, so I get out at 9. We'll be on. Okay. We're I'll playing, be uh, we're going to probably start playing around 7.30. Okay. This, yeah, this might be- this might be a good opportunity to say, you guys can set up your date later oh, if you want. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this might be a good opportunity to say that next week we might have a real life Call of Duty Pro on the podcast. Which yeah, be pretty cool. So, I'm looking forward to it. Tell me to set up our date later <laughs> when I have Dragon Ball Z for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying. I, I was just. Yeah, oh, was, yeah sure. That was a wimpy uh, apology for interrupting. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to him. Does he like the new Call of Duty? He loves it. Yeah. I mean, that's what he plays. <clears throat> in there. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was coming up with some questions actually earlier today. I, I should write them down because I'll I will forget if I don't. But well, he's got a big tournament coming up in Dallas. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> which I think he wants to talk about, but I think it'll be fun for us just to pick his brain about the whole thing. Yeah, how it all strange. works. You know, he used to. He doesn't anymore. But a lot of the people he plays with still stream. I'd like to see his work. I would too. We'll have to watch uh, watch his tournament. Yeah, get get some. Well, I guess he can share it next week. Yeah, I'll watch definitely. Okay. Pick his brain about what makes him good. Yeah. yeah. It's, he said, uh, you know what? It's it's probably a lot of practice. Which I well, don't I pick hear. his brain quite a bit, and he's like, honestly, I'm really slow. Like, I'm not the fast reaction, you know, headshot, no scope, sniper, whatever the phrase is nowadays. But <clears throat> he's like, I just like think a lot, and that yeah. you know that seems to to work out. Pretty I think well. that's that's how I am, just probably to a lower level. That's yeah. that's what us older folks have to do to be effective in these types of games. You gotta get ahead with your brain. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's tw- yeah. he's situational awareness. He's twenty four, I think. Oh, he's still a young whippersnapper. He's still got he's still got a few years. Yeah, but that's that's old for pro gamer. Yeah. He's got a few years before McAdoo benches him. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. I, ho- I hope we're at least going to talk about that briefly later on. Oh, we will. Just to mention. I'd love to talk about that. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Corey, anything? Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I've been, I've been still playing a little Rocket League here and there. Um, not to the extent that I was, but <clears throat> every now and again. Other than that, I don't think so. Okay, excuse me. Will and I have been playing Final Fantasy VI. Nice. Tried to do it before the episode. Yeah, we tried to beat it before this episode, but failed. Horribly. Was not close. It's that Mog Party, man. It's killing us. They suck. Worthless. Let's do 15 minutes on Final Fantasy VI to really drive it home (laughs) for Eric tonight. Who's written all of them? Eric will (laughs) submit his resignation. Time to turn in. Letter, letter of resignation. <laughs> uh, that's all I have, Dan. I don't have anything else. Okay. Uh, I got a couple things. I've still been working my way slowly through Mario RPG. I play like once one night a week. I'll devote to the Super Nintendo Classic, which at this point I've been playing uh, Super Mario RPG. Game's great. I don't really have anything else to say on that. Uh, Stardew Valley is probably what I played the most of. This past week, I'm in fall of year two. Uh, I'm going to get married in the next couple of days. Congrats. Thank Who's the you. lucky lady? Abigail? Uh, Abigail, yep. Ooh, is she the one been, with blue hair? She's got purple hair. She was she's, my sweetie. She, she's the gamer. She's dark. Oh, she's artsy. Well, yeah, she's, she's, she's the artsy one. She's the, she's the one that, like, when you first go into her bedroom, you play video games together. So... Yep. Is she the I, one that plays the flute or the piccolo or something like that? Uh yes, I think so by the by the uh mountain mountain yeah. lake. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but that that game's awesome. They just had a big update on the Switch too, which is nice. It fixed some of the it fixed the audio crackling, <clears throat> which is good and the the saving in between days was taking a really long time, like probably 30 45 seconds between added 30. video capture too, right? Added video capture, yep. Um, so it was a, it was a great update. It definitely definitely improved a lot of things for me. Oh, the there was no vibe uh, vibration in handheld mode until the update. So that's made fishing a lot easier. Uh, yeah, great stuff. Uh, I played more Shadow of War. I'm in the fourth act of Shadow of War, which is called the Shadow Wars, um, and it's apparently ten parts. Where all you do is go around and defend your your forts ten different times, not just defending the forts ten times, but each uh, section I, or chapter, I guess, for lack of a better word, in the in the Shadow Wars, you have to defend your forts. So I, I guess the last four chapters in the Shadow Wars, you have to defend all four forts. That's a lot of work. Hmm. Sounds uh, like a lot of work. Which is a little bit frustrating because that's like a lot of grinding you have to do. And that's, um, you know, those, those microtransactions are just, just hanging there. Um, <laughs> it's frustrating, you know, just uh, drop a few bucks, Dan. What, well, I'm, 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 no, I'm not going to, Why? if, 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 it, if it comes Go to come that, right if now. it comes to that, I'll just stop playing the game. But, um, actually, uh, Kirk Hamilton wrote a really good article on Kotaku, a couple days ago about about microtransactions uh and how they poison the well 
like immediately because um, you get that cloud of doubt in your head he uh he articulates a lot better than i will but he basically says so you're playing a game with a difficult boss you beat the boss you get your item and you move on you play a game with a difficult boss with uh, microtransactions in it and you start to wonder if the boss was developed specifically to be difficult so you would spend money on the microtransactions even if that was not the case it still leaks into your brain and poisons the well immediately uh, which i think is a is a great point um it does start to make you wonder. I mean, there was the whole Destiny thing that came out with the the experience not accumulating the way it should, um, and Battlefront, you know, with their with their shenanigans, obviously. So hmm. there's that. It's a it's a interesting topic and the, the hot topic in in video games nowadays. So, hmm. yeah, it definitely. I definitely feel like to some extent they designed the end game in shadow of war to entice you to spend money. Hmm. So, well, that's what it feels like to me. Is this after you beat it? I don't know if, I don't know what's considered beating it either. Like I never got any credits rolling. Hmm. Uh, it seemed like the event, like what happened in the game was the end of the game, but it's, not technically the fourth chapter is supposedly like end game i have no idea i'm very very confused uh that said it's still an amazing game i really like the the gameplay elements and all the all that stuff so yeah i'm still gonna slowly work through it i'll probably get tired of that and we'll end up finishing it at some point so oh and yeah so yeah i I wanted to just start Bioshock Infinite to see how it looked on my ultra wide monitor that I got earlier this year. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing a play th- uh, yearly playthrough of it this year, but I think I might do my yearly playthrough of Bioshock I Infinite. Knew it when I saw you were playing it. I knew you were going to play through it. <laughs> it's so good. It just sucked me right in. I played for like four hours. It was, it was good stuff. When I so. saw you playing it, Dan, I looked at the the Bioshock Collection remaster. For Xbox to see how much it was. Still 60. Oh, is it? I have it on computer if you just want to play them on computer. Yeah. I go through weird phases where I don't want to play anything on computer, and I'm going through that right now. So I, go, I do go through that, too. <clears throat> just like I don't want to sit here and play something. I'd rather just like play it on my console, which leads me to spend more money that I don't have. Yeah. That's when I pick up the Switch. Mm-hmm. That happens to me. Um, yeah, that's all I played. Let's get into feedback, shall we? Got like two weeks worth of feedback, don't we? Yeah, we got some good stuff. Well, you're calling that. I gotta grab a drink. Stop coughing. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I should probably do the same, but I'm not gonna. Get some candy. That's what I did. Candy. Well, that's actually probably a good idea. Yes. I was just sent a picture of Post Malone from the Binghamton University concert tonight. Is he looking rough? It looks like he's at Texas Roadhouse. (laughs) Yes. He's looking rough. He always looks rough. I'm going to send it to you. More so than any other artist that I see. I heard him say one time, he commented that, or he said, a lot of people ask me or tell me that I look like I smell bad. Yeah. And I looked at him and was accurate. like, yeah, you do. <laughs> you do look like that. 
Who said that? Especially in this picture. Post Malone. Oh. Nice. You look oh, like yeah. you smell bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, first piece of feedback is from Alex, who says, uh, this is Dwight, says, thanks for meeting me, Michael Scott. Are you kidding me? I'd come anywhere to see a turtle. Where'd you find him? <laughs> Dwight, there's no turtle, Michael. I just wanted you to get you here. Michael Scott, you know me very well, Dwight. Now I'm going to have to go online and look at turtles or I'll be off all day. (laughs) (laughs) Says, hey, fellas, hope you had a great Thanksgiving and Black Friday. I sure did. I prefer Black Friday to any other day of the year. You never know what deal you might find. I saw this quote from the office and, of course, could not stop laughing. Have a great week. I never got into the whole black friday thing it's because i don't like shopping at places with people around yeah um, i was always more of a more of a cyber monday type of guy but now like you, the deals that you get start like the week before thanksgiving and go all the way until christmas probably for a lot of a lot of the deals but <clears throat> yeah i think that's common to uh at least me yeah just I just I I avoid anything that causes me to like <clears throat> things like waiting in lines. Yeah, uh, I have zero interest in doing at any point, and I will avoid it like the plague. We went uh, we went out late. <clears throat> we didn't go for the the morning rush, so it wasn't nearly as bad. I, I had to wait in line for like two minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. What was with that video that went around with? They like I don't know if it was a news story or something like that, or it was about like oh, Black Friday. Everybody's lining up, and they opened the doors to this one store, and one guy just kind of strolled in. <laughs> that was it. It's not like it used to be. I think because of the prevalence of online shopping, it's not as crazy as it used to be. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing videos of people like stampeding, knocking over old ladies, trampling children. You know disgusting it is but like i said i think that's because of amazon and online shopping you don't have to you don't have to fight the crowds for stuff for your shitty 720p tv anywho that was from alex thanks alex oh we got the we got a bunch of football picks too so i think some of these are from next week or last week yeah we have last weekend we will get to those. Next is from Derek. Derek in Chicago says, Hey, fellas, just wanted to chime in about my experience with Xbox Game Pass. I started the 14-day free trial in October, and I thought it was a solid, solid selection of games I missed out on or had only rented before. They have a special reward section each month each month that offers decent prizes. In October, you got better rewards based on how many different spooky horror games you got achievements in. I got the top tier and ended up being gifted a free month of Xbox Live and a free month of Games Pass. The reward for November was based on the number of hours you devoted to retro games, which I wasn't super interested in based on their selection. It's a cool program to try for a short while, though, and now I'm enjoying going back to Metal Gear Solid Five. Also, I noticed the beaten games list hasn't been as big a part of the last couple of years for you guys. Uh, What if you had your own incentive for it? For example, the person with the most beaten games at the end of the year gets to add an additional vote or break a tie for one of the thummies category of their choice. Or maybe they have the power to swap first and second place for one category. Maybe too late to apply for that this year. Or maybe not. 
but something to think about. Derek from Chicago. I like that. I think in the past we've we've done some sort of incentive, haven't we? I don't think we've done any incentive. Bragging it was rights. just bragging rights, yeah. I thought there was some sort of uh or maybe we kicked around the idea of like the winner picking a four in February game or something like that for everybody. We have kicked around ideas. I think we also kicked around a trophy. Mm. Two is another one. But I could put it next to my fantasy hockey trophy from last year. I um I don't I don't like personally I don't like the idea of <clears throat> giving the winner more power in the thummies because I feel like that would just lead to a lot of pissed off people. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I, I agree though. I would like some incentive. You know. Yeah, that would be cool. We'll have to brainstorm. Can it be retroactive? Uh, it's the only way I have a chance, <laughs> and I still don't. <laughs> What was it? Was it two, two or three years ago that I beat like forty something games in the year? Yeah, that's what I remember being in the thirties. Yeah, in the uh, past. I think I think I only have fourteen right now. I'm I'm under ten. So, yeah, I mean, really, it's just like lack of time, you know, to, mm-hmm. to play as much stuff. And with me, and I, lack of I, lack of money too. I haven't bought as many like. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. As, as usual, you know, because you could get easily get a beaten game from like South Park, but I, I haven't bought it yet. I just haven't had the money. Yeah. So, being a damn responsible adult with other things to spend money on sucks. Don't do that. What? Be responsible. Yeah, I have to. It's that or let my kids starve. You know, it'll be fun. Let them starve. Yeah. That's what they do in South Korea. <laughs> not South Korea, North, North Korea. Mm. No, the cyber cafes. You've heard the stories. Oh yeah, parents playing video games instead of feeding or changing their children. That's still insane to me. As much as I love video games, like I just don't know how that is is a thing. It's video games, man. Well, that's because no, it's you're, not. It's crazy you're, people. You're mentally know. sane. That's why you don't understand. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so that was from Derek in Chicago. Uh, we'll have to brainstorm some ideas. I can't think of anything right now. My brain's too mushy. Oh, every the person. Oh, I was going to try and connect it to something. Never mind. Ignore me. I don't know, but Corey should make a notation somewhere that that's something we have to discuss. I'm done making notations of things because <laughs> then you guys just give me shit about it and like, well, then you take care of it. <laughs> I'll make a mental move. <laughs> then if it'll Alexa, never if, happen. If Alexa was down here, I'd tell her to make it make a notation and remind me tomorrow about it. I'll remember. But I, I it's still upstairs. Uh, this is from Eric who says Hey guys, meant to send this a while back. I attached a couple pictures of my engagement for you. First, I love that guy who sends in this week in gaming feedback, and I thought it would be fun to send a little snippet for this day in real life every week. On this day in 1982, Michael Jackson's sixth solo album, Thriller, was released worldwide. It is the best-selling studio album of all time. Now for games. I recently played Doki Doki Literature Club. And guys, holy shit, guys, just play it. (laughs) Give it a shot. It's incredibly good. I don't even want to tell you anything about it. Thanks for the casts and the streams, Eric. Uh, Congrats again on the engagement. Uh, I think it was Eric that mentioned we hope you weren't 
listening to our show while you were doing it, and that's not the case. He had a very nice, very nice setup. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked great, and congrats. I, I'm assuming she said yes. I think there's a ring on the finger. I think he said <laughs> there it in is the a chat ring on... at one point that she okay. said yes. Yeah. Yes, congrats. That's awesome. Uh, Michael Jackson, Thriller, 1982. Here's a little fun fact about my life. Um, you got engaged too? I got I got engaged. Um, no, <clears throat> when the what was the Michael Jackson's Escape came out, uh, I was present when the journalists were listening to it for their reviews. Really. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Sway their cool. opinions one way or the other. No, but it was my job to set them up with the crappy Sony Xperia tablets that they were listening to it on. <laughs> what a guy! There you go. That of all things to listen to it on. Yeah, a lot of them. Did they complained. at least have headphones. They had headphones, but they were crappy Sony whatever headphones. Really? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> <clears throat> Jesus. I mean, I get it. I get it. A lot of money was, you know, exchanged in order for those things to happen. But they should have at least given them good headphones. Yeah, at the very least. Anyway, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club that keeps you. coming up. I told you guys, four hours of your time. Come on, is it on your on Steam? Yeah, it's free on Steam. It's free on Steam. It is. Why haven't I not downloaded it yet? And if it is, because it's a can... visual novel with so anime what? girls, Dan. I like visual novels. I have a problem with anime girls. You guys Corey. give me so much shit about Corey. anime. I do not would like it. I know I would like it. I'm not arguing that I wouldn't like it. I was gonna say I don't give you crap about anime. You, I. Will loves anime apparently, and. I love Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Ball Z. <laughs> and Pokemon. Pokemans. See, we're getting he wants you to play it, Dan. You will love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. This I is a big absolutely gonna play it. He said Eric would love it. I don't know about that. Not a chance in hell that I'm playing that <laughs> game. I will absolutely if it's free, I will absolutely play it. Or that, like, if Will had had it in his library, but I'll definitely play it. Like I said, I blew through it in four hours. Yeah. One sitting. I can do that. I will set up a night for next week to do it. It's it's bizarre, but it's fine. Listen, I hope you love it. Let's see. This can be another thing that we talk about with Eric. <laughs> with Eric. Doki Doki. I have no issues with Doki Doki. Is it like but Frog for Action as well? Hours of free time, I'm playing Call of Duty. Is it what, Corey? Is it like Frog Fraction? <laughs> no, it's uh, not even close, actually. Okay. Just wondering if it kind of took that weird kind of turn. It's weird. Just in a psychological, mental way. Yeah. All right. Uh, next email is from Idaho Jake. <clears throat> Excuse me. I hope my voice holds up for the rest of this. It says, hey guys, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I I did, and uh, no, I did zero Black Friday shopping because I made my nephew do it for me, and I got my middle son Assassin's Creed Origins on Xbox for $35. Uh, 
my nephew bought himself Assassin's Creed Origins for PS4 and let me know, let me borrow it. And wow, this game is great, and I'm loving it. AC Origins and Black Flag are tied for me for best AC game. Oh. Combat is something to get used to, but if you played Horizon Zero Dawn, you'll figure it out quick. The climbing is 99.8% perfect. You can almost climb any place on a building, and so far you can climb any mountain. I had one problem of not jumping when I should have been able to. I will also I also say it is the easiest horse or camel controls. I had a couple of graphical issues, but only in cutscenes. But the best thing is how fucking big the world is and the different animals and environments you run into. I super highly recommend this game. Microtransactions is nothing and you don't need it, but the Ubisoft club stuff is better. My nephew wants his copy back and I really want to open my son's copy so I can keep playing it, but the wife says no. I just went to Best Buy today and bought my two youngest boys a 2DS, one with Mario Kart 7 and the other with Super Mario 2, and I didn't realize how small the 2DSs are. So out of my gaming life, we are buying my soon-to-be 18-year-old son a 2008 Dodge Avenger, so he might get a lot of yeah. puss with this car. Nice. Oh, something reliable. Yeah, he's going into the military once he's done with high school. Oh, congrats. That is, that's awesome. Well, let us know at Branch. <clears throat> Be interested to, to hear. Uh, now for this day in gaming history, 1995, Earthworm Jim was released on DOS and Windows. I thought those were just on Super Nintendo. Um, Harvest Moon Back to Nature was released on PlayStation in 2000. 2010, Super Meat Boy was released worldwide. And wow. Just for Dan and his Rage Quit AC3 was released on the Wii U in France, Germany, and the Netherlands. Uh, so I might have been the only person to pick for the Thanksgiving weekend, but it doesn't matter because the, the team lost. Uh, so now for this week, I picked the Lions versus my Ravens. Yes, it's a sad day, and now I feel like Eric does all the time. That is it for me. Here, guys. <laughs> Yes, uh, we did. We do have the picks still. We haven't tabulated them. <clears throat> no, but they're all there. Come on, Corey. Not to worry. And this is uh, T- oh Tito has a voice, which I will play on my phone. Ooh, Tito kicking it old school. Old school. This is old school Tito. It's been a while. I don't even know what our phone number is anymore. I think. I think it's just a file that he sent us. I don't think it's uh, like that. Our phone number is still active. I think I have the the number saved in my phone. Um, let me uh, let's make a little phone call to the Thumbstick Athlete, shall we? My phone's at one percent though, so <clears throat> your phone's at one percent. So that's not. Podcast. Please keep your message short and to the point. Try to keep it under a minute, and we'll hopefully play it on the air. Thank you. Still works. Nice. Six zero seven five two seven zero five four seven. Cool. I like that. All right. So here's Tito's voicemail or voice feedback. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Tito from LA. Can you hear that? Uh, okay? A few things to talk about. Okay. I beat Pyre. I got it on yeah. sale. Um, the Steam Fall Sale or Autumn Sale, whatever. 13 bucks um i really enjoyed the game really really enjoyable i really like the story the universe um i went back listening to the pyre episode where dan and Corey talked about it i was trying to find when will talked about it when he finally played it i was interested in the team makeups if you guys remember who you guys would use i think I, my favorite setup to use was normally i would use uh bertrude and her um 
her special item talisman that allowed her to to use her aura through through obstacles, which was just OP in my opinion. I was I liked using her, the dog, um, Green Tail, and um, then it would kind of switch on whoever I liked. But those were two of my favorite ones. I think normally I would use two bigs and then a, a speedy character, but I would use Shay a lot or yep. whatever you guys decided to name her, the Moon Girl. Um, I was really sad about the the ending too. I didn't want to give too much away, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I was expecting a bit more from characters that were introduced later, um, like Sandalwood. I thought it would go in a certain direction with these characters, but it kind of took a more traditional approach. But uh, I really enjoyed it. It was it was it was a great story, and I, I do hope to see some more. Um, I bought a new TV, my really old TV I've had for probably six seven years that I got when I moved out to LA. Finally went kaput. But uh, it was an old 720p Sharp TV. And I bought, funny enough, when I was listening to a previous episode, um, you guys went over almost the exact same TV from this was months ago. And I bought a pretty much almost an identical TV, 49-inch TCL 4K HDR TV for 350 So I'm pretty excited about it. It won't be coming in until a couple weeks. Built-in Roku as well, which I keep hearing a lot about. I don't have much experience with it, with Roku at all. So um, it, it'll be a fun new toy to play around with. And it, it's essentially my Christmas present to myself. I remember in the chat, I think a couple, a few weeks ago, maybe almost a month ago, I mentioned how um, I had a date and she canceled on me. <laughs> and I, I was talking about it in the chat. And funny enough, though, another girl had started messaging me at that time. And I joked to her, like, oh, funny enough, I had a first date cancel on me. So she asked me out, well, let's meet for drinks. So that same night when I was complaining not having a date, I ended up just an hour later meeting a girl on a date. And uh, we've been seeing each other for the past few uh, few weeks. And uh, she's she's a gamer, too. She likes gaming. Oh, not nice. hardcore gaming, but she, she has her own PS4 and everything. So that's going great. And uh, she mentioned about MoviePass. And I wanted to talk to Corey about this because she she got her movie pass recently. We would try to watch Coco, which I highly recommend. That's a great movie. Um, they wouldn't let her. I think uh, they wouldn't let her use the movie pass, even though it was a, a theater that was part of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the girl there was giving us some BS, stupid reason why and she wasn't making any sense. But I, I was wondering, Corey, if you've had any experience issues using your movie pass yet or how often you've used it so far. Because I was thinking about possibly getting one. But it seems the more I talk about movie pass with people out here in L.A., um, a lot of people are excited about it, but they just don't see the business model working for very long. I'm not sure why either. But, yeah, it, it didn't work for her. However, Coco was amazing. Take your kids to see it. Hell, you don't even need to take your kids. Just see it by yourself. It's great. Oh, Last thing I wanted to talk about. I am really excited for Monster Hunter Worlds. Really bummed to hear that the PC version probably won't be coming out anytime soon, but the PS4 and I think Xbox version will be coming out in January. I want to see who else was excited, if any of you guys planned on getting it. I've never really gotten into the Monster Hunter games, and I want to, I definitely want a co-op game to play with friends. I think Monster Hunter Worlds is going to be the next purchase that we all get into. If anyone else has any Monster Hunter experience to talk about, I'd like to hear it. Um, because the more I watch of it, the more exciting it looks, and I get more and more excited. And I'll be able to play as Aloy. She'll be a playable character in the game, which will be really cool, I think. Uh, that's all I have for now, and I'll see you guys around. All right. Um, f- 
first team team chemistry or team makeup on uh, uh, Pyre? Who would you, you guys roll? I just want to echo. Um, I don't remember too much, but I one thing I do remember is exactly what Tito said: the Bertrude with the the talisman. Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely yeah. rolled with that every every match. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did usually one big and two quick is is how I tried to roll, depending on the situation. Like there was some, uh, like if I if I knew a certain team like used a lot of fast guys, and I would use a lot of fast guys to try to try to counter that. So uh, whenever I played the Thrash Pack the thrash pack guys the i can't think of their names now but oh yeah the fast characters yeah but i would usually have um who was the big demon lady again jodariel jodariel yeah, jodariel. yeah i would usually use her and like tito i'd use shay with speed boosting and then um uh sir sir galman 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 mm-hmm. sir yeah galman. The worm guy. galman yeah the the worm guy uh that was my usual party that i rolled I I remember I used Tizo and Hadwin uh, for all of mine, and then I usually cycled the third depending on what I needed. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would use sometimes the Valkyrie. Can't remember her name. Um, mm, no, start with not going to come to me. Start with a P. Pamantha, Pamantha. Yeah, Pamantha, or something like that. Um, and Fine. then I Pamantha, Pamantha, Pamantha. Okay, Pamantha. Um, and then sometimes I'd use Jordario. Uh, it all depended on. I, the only reason I didn't use Jordario more was because she was like the first one that I had to let go. Yeah, see, I let Rookie go right off the bat. He was the first one to go for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think uh, even based on on, on Tito's um, thoughts about the game, one thing we all sort of agree with is uh, we it left us wanting a lot more. Oh God, yeah. So. <clears throat> I would definitely play a sequel to that. I want oh, yeah. that game to come out of the Switch because I will buy it again and I will play it on the Switch. It's perfect for the Switch with the sporting aspect of it. If they can get it, uh, you know, the two Joy-Cons being two players playing against each other. Yeah. It's, like literally perfect for that. Agreed. So, one of my favorite like moments for the year was like leading up to the rights, like, yeah. you know, pre pre rights. Like it was just like you're getting ready for like a uh, like I played baseball throughout school. So like it's like you know your team's getting ready for a, a matchup and like I thought we loved that it was so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was yep. good stuff. Um, TV. I've got two TCL Roku TVs and then we have a Roku streaming stick on the kids' TV in their room. I really like the Roku TVs for the app on your phone because we our, we can't keep remotes in this house; they're gone constantly. Um, so. With the Roku TV, you can control power, volume, and all that stuff with with the app on your phone. You don't have to have a remote, uh, which is amazing. So that's been been the best feature for us because, like I said, our remotes are just always gone. The kids lose them or or put them. They're probably gone, like maybe in the garbage, maybe down the toilet. Who knows? But the, yeah, the remotes are gone. So it's nice to be able to use the app to control the TV. Yep. The only thing I'll say about my Roku TV is that the Netflix app does not work on it. Yeah. It crashes every time I try to use it, and that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't found a fix for it, and it's been months. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of that. Yeah. I want, I, I want, is that on on the 4K ones? Will that's the mom and, dad, mom and dad have trouble with that? No, they do it, not. It works on, on mine. My, my, mine are a 1080p and a 720p small 
Roku TV. So <clears throat> I've had that issue, Eric. No rhyme or reason, <laughs> especially when they don't wait, they won't fix it. You know, well, it should take re- longer than a couple well, weeks. Yeah, and the, the issue is right now it's okay because I can I can still watch. Um, Xfinity Comcast has a streaming service. Uh, it's in beta right now, so it's free. But when that when you, if I have to pay extra for that when it goes live, there's not a chance in hell I'm going to do that. So this TV will literally be useless mm. if Netflix doesn't work on it. Bummer. That's yeah. yeah that sucks. I mean, if you're looking to get rid of it, I'll take it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to quickly read through the forum here and see if at least anybody has a reason for it, but I'm not seeing anything. I'll yeah, say I've looked <clears throat> a few times. I can't. It's... My parents haven't complained about that being an issue yet. I, I would have definitely have heard about it if it was. Oh yeah. By now, or I would have heard about it. Probably you, yeah. I suspect there is something in the Roku's OS that's causing the problem and not seeing not something in the Netflix or Slacker radio apps that's at fault because both these apps played fine in the sandbox with the Roku's OS prior to the last couple of OS updates. Hmm. So there you go. Roku doesn't know, apparently. Gotcha. Annoying. Yep. Um... What else? Date. Date. Tito, have you introduced us yet? Oh, <laughs> man. I'm sure it's probably the first thing you talked about. <laughs> the ladies are lining up for Tito. I feel like we, have a big, we played a big part in that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We're, at least we're, we're more than willing to take credit for it. At <laughs> yeah. no the very least. Very least, yeah, uh, I do want to see. I do want to see Coco, Coke, Coco, Coco. By the way, oh, dude, Corey, <laughs> guess what? They had a cereal party for Almo the other morning. Coco, yes, nice. Maybe I'll go see that this weekend. I have, I have no plans this weekend <clears throat> anymore. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> my daughter's birthday was supposed to be this weekend, but all my kids are well, except for her. Cancel the other, her birthday. All the other kids are sick. She's the only one that's not sick, and yeah. it's her birthday party. Is she, is she sad about it? Uh, I don't think she knows. Mm. Oh, we try not to build stuff up too much because we'll literally hear about it every second of every day until it happens. Smart. So we, yeah, we try just to let it. You know, the day of we would tell her about. It. She knows about it, that she's having a party. She just didn't know it was supposed to be Saturday. It's funny you say that, Dan. Uh, mm. This girl I work with, she has three boys. Mm-hmm. She took them to uh, Disney, uh-huh. uh, you know, probably a month ago. Yeah. They didn't tell them they were going. They just put them in the car, went uh-huh. to the airport and went. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Seriously, if you tell them, you will hear about it literally nonstop. Like, uh, it's every two minutes, they'll ask, even if it's a month away. It's crazy. I'll have to remember. Yes. Don't tell my son anything. Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip. Keep them in the dark about everything. All right. Um. Was there one last thing he, co- he, he covered? Two more things. Okay, go ahead. Movie Pass. Movie Pass, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I've actually only used it once since I've had it, which I think I've had it since the beginning of October. Middle October. No. Yeah, mid October. Um, so they profited off of you, is what They profited saying. off of me, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, not if I use it in the next 15 days, right? 
Ready to go see Cobra? Yeah. Um, but they also had a limited time promotion wherein you could pay for a full year at the rate of six ninety five a month, which I jumped on. Because I figure I'm not going to get rid of it anyway, so <clears throat> I might as well do that. So now I'm only paying six ninety five per month. Um, but yeah, I've only used it once. Had zero issues. Literally, like they t- tell you to check in on your way to the theater. I checked in, which I assume you guys did um, when you went to see Coco. And went to the counter, and she swiped it like a normal credit card. I had to sign something, and that was it. Um, if it's an approved theater and they're refusing it, then I think there's like, I think you can get the theater in trouble. I don't know what the process is. I don't know if you have to reach out to Movie Pass or what. But um, the only theaters that don't accept it are like specialty theaters. Um, <clears throat> in the article I was reading. Uh, was from a publication in LA and they listed off a few local ones. I don't remember. I want to say like the, the arc uh, I think was one of them. Uh, I know like the IMAX theaters, they don't, uh, I'm not sure what else, but like literally every theater around me accepts it. Um, and I haven't heard of anybody around me having an issue. So, and apparently they're everywhere now because, um, I asked the person that was at the ticket counter when I, went to the theater and I asked her and she's like, yeah, we've seen a ton of these. My girlfriend just went to see something that Orient express movie. And she said, she asked about it and they said that everybody has them nowadays. So I don't know. I know there's theater chains like the AMC theaters uh, chains are trying to, to nix it somehow, but it just kind of makes no sense. It's because they're the theater is still getting the full price for the ticket, you know, the movie pass is paying hopefully concession sales. Yeah. So I don't understand why, why they're, Oh, you know what? I did read why AMC, uh, was so upset about it because they tried to do something similar and it never, the, they couldn't get the studios to sign off. So Uh essentially movie pass achieved what AMC couldn't. And that's why AMC was so bitter. Salty. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It sucks. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I I, I want to see Coco too. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll when it comes out on Blu-ray or whatever or digital, we'll we'll get it. Um, if I go to the movies in the next couple of months, it's going to be to see Star Wars, and it takes a mon- monumental effort to do something like that. So it will be to see Star Wars. If you guys if remember my, there. you guys remember my bold prediction, right? Your what? My bold prediction about the Star Wars movie, right? That this will be the best one ever. Yeah, I hope so. I hope you're right. I, I, and that's why I made sure to text you guys when I found out <laughs> about them approving Ryan Johnson for three more movies. Yeah. What? What it's was the be Star- a pretty good endorsement? What was the Star Wars after A New Hope? Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Okay, that's so been the, my favorite one so far. So this new one is going to be eerily similar to an Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, probably should be should be dark. A rehash of the plot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went to moviepass.com. Now, I typed in my zip code, and it's telling me Alamo takes MoviePass. I thought it, I read I read somewhere that it doesn't. So did I. Maybe I just call over there and ask. I would, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you have. Maybe you like you get a discounted rate or something. Because when they do the like the twenty five dollar like whatever t shirt movie nights i can't imagine that's all free you know yeah it would probably just have to be like the baseline movies yeah, yeah which you know that makes sense. <clears throat> okay uh anything else was there anything else in 
Tito's voicemail? Um, was yeah, right? the Monster Hunter. Oh, <coughs> that's right. Uh, I will be getting Monster Hunter when it comes out on PC. Definitely. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm I had, very excited for it. I think we uh, all had a pretty good time with the 3DS one. Yeah, and just playing it on like a big screen on my computer with with great graphics and and uh, the Xbox One controller that I love so much mm-hmm. would be fabulous. And you know, because the 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 nub wasn't ideal for moving the camera. So no, nub's the worst. Yeah. It was adequate, but I um I wanted to bring this up when I talked about Mario, but I forgot. I I think I'm gonna make like 2018 my <clears throat> my year to to stop falling out of love with video games because I feel like that's been happening a lot this year. Yeah, uh, and playing the Switch, I think, is a big contributor to uh, to preventing that because uh, I mean, you guys talk about it all the time. The, the portability of it is a major major factor uh, in that and it just makes it so much more accessible but still like my favorite part of the switch is the two control oh yeah the controllers i love that so much just because i i always get uncomfortable i have a crappy back um and like my neck's all messed up too so it's like comfort is a major part of playing video games for me so it's just so nice to lay back and hold a controller in each hand that's how they recommend playing mario odyssey Really? Yeah. yeah. My my biggest complaint about Mario Odyssey is the because there's a couple motion controls that you can only do with the <clears> controls <throat> separated. Yeah. Because uh, I play a lot in handheld mode, which you just can't. You know, you can't do the motion controls in, in the handheld mode. So that's my own my my only complaint about Mario Odyssey. There's the cappy spin, and then like you can throw it up too, uh, which I can't. You know, obviously can't do. You can do it with the the Joy-Con controller a little bit, but it's easier with just the separated separated Joy Cons. Like Corey, Corey likes to play. I've not tried it like that. Yeah, I, I I haven't either. Um, I've done the traditional controller or on the the handheld mode. Well, I don't know about you guys, but when you're laying down and you're holding it up in handheld mode, don't your arms go numb? No. Yeah. Mine do. My, hand, my hands. Yeah. So what I do is I set you know, set the screen up like on a pillow or something. So I'm just looking at it and then I just rest my arms by my side. It's great. <clears throat> yeah. If, if if my hands went numb when I was playing in handheld mode, I probably would have had to have them amputated by now. Because <laughs> I played well, like it's more, it's probably 90%. I down and do it. Yeah. I probably yeah. played 90% of uh, Breath of the Wild handheld mode. Maybe more. 95. Which is 110 hours, I think. I spent on Breath of the Wild. Whew. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for feedback. Uh, game giveaway. Oh, yeah. Who's first? I, f- I have Derek, Eric, Jake, and Tito. I think I missed the first one. Alex was first. Alex, that's right. <clears throat> Alex won. Alex, Derek, Eric, Jake, and Tito. To five, and the winner is Alex. Alex. <clears throat> Uh, games one through one hundred and ninety-one. I'm gonna have to start resubscribing to uh, Humble Monthly to get some more games in here. Have the oh. games been good, or are you unsubscribed? Uh, I unsubscribe. I only subscribe if it's a game I want or need. The early unlock it was H1Z1 gotcha. this this past month, but tomorrow it unlocks. So I'll see if it's a good one. Uh, Forty-five. Game of Thrones, a Telltale game series. Not good bad. Good start. Good start. 
<clears throat> Number two, 180, Civ 4 Complete Edition. Another good game. <clears throat> Next up, 95, Beat Hazard Ultra. I can't speak to that one at all. Yeah. Anybody have any experience? Mm-mm. Number four, <clears throat> 183, Inside. Mm. That's a good one. And this is your Inside, Eric. Apparently, your code, yeah. <laughs> And the last one... Well, I hope he doesn't pick that, because I have no idea where that code is. Thomas was alone. It's probably... If you got it through Humble Bundle, it's in your Humble Bundle account. Uh-huh. I don't... Did you maybe sign up for Humble Monthly at one point? <clears throat> well, let me look around. Well, regardless, Alex has a pretty good bunch of games to pick yeah, from awesome. uh, Game of Thrones a Telltale Game Series Civ 4 Complete Edition, Beat Hazard Ultra Inside and Thomas Was Alone Excellent <clears throat> Yeah he had a good spread there Yeah he did Alright football picks A lot Go to catch up on there Ours first right I don't even know what week just happened week 12 Yes. All right. I put mine in there already because I know I didn't get any points. So I'm either. at zero. I picked and Houston. You know you're at zero. So let's explain this a little bit. Did I anybody know they got any right? I didn't. Eric, you didn't? Uh, we'll want to look at last week's. Um, okay, Ryan's, so... Ryan's week, week 12 was the Lions. They lost... Ryan Lions, no points there. What about the Raiders in Week Eleven? Did they win? Because I have Ryan with the Raiders Week Eleven. I can look. Uh, If the app decides to load, we also need to know if the Redskins won Week. Oh no, they didn't. Because I had them too. Week Eleven. Raiders lost. Raiders week eleven. Man, nobody's getting any points anymore. No. Uh, did the Cowboys win week eleven? What about did the Cowboys no. win weeks nine, ten, eleven, or twelve? They've been on a slide. They didn't. No, they have. They've been on a slide. That's right. <clears throat> uh, okay, well, Tate in week twelve picked the Bills and won. Did the Bills win Week 11? No, they did not. Right? What'd they play? I have no idea. Week 11? Uh, no, because you had them, Eric. They week lost. 11. It was they the Chargers. Won. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Dan. Week 12, <laughs> week 12 Tate, Tate had Buffalo. Bills, and they won, right? Yes. Uh, it was nine points. Nine points. Wow. Tate. Tate, welcome to the fray. Uh, Dave sent feedback, guys. He did? Apparently. <coughs> to our email? Or was it on our Facebook? I don't know. We had stuff on our Facebook. I don't think it was on Facebook. 
I feel like I would have noticed it. Dumping an email. Oh, yeah, he sent that. <laughs> he did leave something on Facebook. Okay. Uh, next was Avenger 49ers Week 12. Uh, no, they lost. They lost. played Seattle. Okay. Corey was on Humble, just in case he picks up. Oh, you got it? I think so. Cool. Okay, that's it for week 12. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Did we miss any week 11s that are still in the inbox, Dan? Usually, usually I move them to the feedback folder after they're logged. Um, nope. Okay. We're good. And we got a couple for this week. Hit it. Uh, Ryan and Iowa picks the Jets. <clears throat> Who are they playing? I don't know. Week 13, the Jets play Kansas City. <clears throat> what? Well, Kansas City hasn't been as good, right? No, they've lost five straight. Yeah, see, I'm still back in uh, <clears throat> week six. <clears throat> oh, man. Cough's getting worse, guys. What else we got, Dan? Um... Uh, that's it for picks. Oh, Jake. I know Jake is taking the Lions over the Ravens. Lions. <clears throat> okay. Um, we could do ours. Dan, you're in first place. Am I? Yeah. 18 and a half. Still holding strong. Dang. Okay. Um... I'm also going to go Detroit over Baltimore. Lions. Uh, that brings up Will, 16 and a half points. Give me Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland and 14. Fella. The Browns. They're going to win a game this year. They have to. They're not going to win a game this year, Will. <laughs> the only reason I'm picking them is because Josh Gordon's back. <laughs> Josh Gordon's going to light it up. You should see the fantasy community talk about him. It's so funny. Eric, are the Bills going to beat the Patriots? No. (laughs) Um, That would be an absolutely humongous win if they did. If they're going to beat them, it's going to be in Buffalo. I'm going to kick it to Monday, and I'm going to go with the Bengals. Or... Yeah. It's going with the Bungles, folks. Yeah, I'll take the Bengals. You're up, Eric. I'm going Seattle. The old Seahawks, eh? Yep. All right. Billy's got to lose again at some point. We missed an email from Tate. Did we ever find Dave's feedback? I have Dave's feedback when you want it. <clears throat> it's kind of mean. It's kind of mean, though. Was it? Yeah, remember? <laughs> I cut remember. a steep. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was a deep cut. Well, hilarious. we'll enter. Uh, we'll enter Tate in for. Wait, did Tate? Yeah, we'll enter Tate in for next week's game giveaway since he wasn't in this this week's game giveaway. Right? Didn't we do that to him before? Too. <sighs> yes. Him a bonus yeah, entry. Sure yeah. Poor Tate. Why are we so pathetic? It's. <laughs> 
It's the he's he's using the um the box on the website and it gets confused with the uh oh football, the football picks and gotcha. it gets mixed up with those. That's why. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so okay. Tate, we will enter you into next week's <clears throat> game giveaway. If you write in feedback for next week's episode two, you'll get two two stabs at it. Uh two entries, I guess. We'll have to give uh, uh Dave an entry two next week for this feedback. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna so, put a note here. Well, you're gonna read Tate's now. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. Okay. So then um, we'll give Tate and Dave get an extra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Tate says, "What's up, guys? Life has been crazy. The semester is winding down. I've tons. I've had tons of fun. Tons of stuff going on with school, but I've had a lot of video game time as well. Surprisingly." Um, I decided to do a Renegade playthrough of the Mass Effect series, and I'm already halfway through the third one, so does beating those games twice count as six beaten games this year, or only three? <laughs> I also downloaded Stardew Valley a while back, and it was a blast. Totally brought me back to the Harvest Moon days, and I really liked how you could literally do whatever you wanted. There was no pressure to do it in any certain way, which was nice. My wife and I started watching The Punisher and on Netflix, and I had no idea what The Punisher was until I started watching this, is this and it's awesome. You guys should check it out, and if you haven't already... Uh, if you haven't already been watching the office still just watched the episode where Michael hosts baby shower for jams, Jan's sperm donor baby that he thought was named <laughs> Astrid instead of Astrid. Good stuff. <laughs> I have a couple questions. One, what do you guys think is the best trilogy built of all time for me? Oof. If I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll have to go with the original halo trilogy, but mass effect is right up there as well. Is it worth buying an two? Is it worth buying an Xbox one X if I don't have a 4k TV? Thanks guys. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving and a great weekend. Hmm. I'm going to say no on the Xbox. Yeah. Not yet. <clears throat> wait for your TV. <clears throat> wait for your TV or wait till some better games come out. Yeah. I, I'm in agreement there. What about Breast Trilogy of all time? That's uh, Are we talking books? Are we talking movies? Are we talking games? Yeah, trilogy. I don't know. Clarification. That's what we call for, right? Well, judging by his picks, I'm assuming games. What were his? Halo 3 or Mass Effect? Halo trilogy yeah, or Mass Effect. Um, For me, Mass Effect, for sure. I mean, Halo... Hey, I loved Halo 3, but... Uh, I don't think Halo 1, 2, and 3 compare to Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I would I would pick Halo over that. I can't think of another trilogy that I would like better than the Mass Effect trilogy. Aside from my prop, my issues with the third game, I played the first and second a million times, and the third one was good. Up, and I just didn't like the ending. So. Would you consider Bioshock a trilogy? Uh, they're very loosely connected. Yeah. <clears throat> very loosely connected. I don't know if it's considered a trilogy or not. That's Any the other one I'd pick if, if it was Bioshock, Splinter Cell. <clears throat> There's a Spyro trilogy too. God of War. Hell no. Crash Bandicoot. Gears. <clears throat> Devil May Cry. Resident Evil. Still pick Mass Effect over all those. Jack and Dax. Silent Hill. <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid. Batman. Arkham. Un- Uncharted. 
until that last one. Ezio Trilogy. Grand Theft Auto. 3D Universe. <clears throat> 3, 4, and 5. Mm. I'm still going Mass Effect. Yeah, me too. For me personally. By far, it turns out. Dragon Age, I guess, would be considered a trilogy. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, though. It's good, but I still would pick Mass Effect over all those. <clears throat> what about Elder Scrolls, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim? That's a pretty good trio right there. Yeah. Fallout 3, 4, and we'll have to see. New Vegas. New, Ve- New Vegas 2. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm still on Mass Effect. All right, am I reading Dave in Boston, Eric, or are you? You. How did that post, by the way, reach 1,520 people? Which one? That one that he commented on <clears throat> for episode 330, Thummies Prep. Man, and that's that's the comment they had to see when they read it? <laughs> yeah. So here's cool. Dave. Dave says, did you really just do a two-hour show talking about what you're going to talk about? That's like me sitting down the family and giving them a two-hour PowerPoint presentation about how much money we're going to save by switching to Geico. <laughs> And to top that off, because you're all now old fucks with wives, girlfriends, and kids, etc., and don't party anymore, you had to change all the categories. <laughs> I'm, trying to embrace the, I'm trying to embrace the thumbstick athlete's middle-aged years, but man, I do miss the days of Eric passing out with 25-year-olds, Corey puking in bars, and Will going off for 45 minutes about shirts versus skins floor hockey game against the teachers. Dan never really had any good stories. That's not true, Dan. <laughs> Don't take that I don't, I'm not a storyteller. I'm but I'm here to help. I have some thummy categories that I think will work much better with the current situation. One, games I would like to be playing if I wasn't washing my girlfriend's hair or watching her sister's dog. Two, games I fell asleep playing because I was up so late the night before with the baby. Uh, <laughs> three, the best game I played for five minutes before I was interrupted and had to stop. I like that one. Um, four, the game I played again because I forgot I had already played it. I feel like I could come up with a few <laughs> games for that one for sure. Uh, five, the game my friend played that sounded real good, but I know I'll never have the time to play it. <laughs> I love that category. Yeah, maybe we might actually want to include that one. That's a good one. Uh, six, games I almost started but played Rocket League instead. Oh my god, how many countless games could win that one that would be the toughest category of all times <clears throat> seven a game i wish i played instead of watching the bills or sabers game <laughs> eight <laughs> any game a a game that todd recommended but i told him to fuck off i'm glad todd still gets brought up yeah right uh, living legend. I think this list is more appropriate to the current slate of the TSA. As always, this post is full of love. Still listening, <laughs> Dave in Boston. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Dave's been around for a long time. Um, Dave should have taken the note. I have rebranded TSA to be TAP. A little catchier. Oh, wow. Right? I yeah. didn't get the memo. I didn't yeah. either. Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Nobody Instead did. of uh, the hated... Airport search. PSA. I tap. always thought that made it funny. But you guys tuning in for tap tonight? We can go tap. I guess tap. I have to change my my Twitch name. Well, oh, Corey, I forgot about that. Corey is tap in marketing, Eric. So tap Eric. Corey just making executive decisions. 
Well, thumbstick is one one word, right? Yeah. No, actually, it's not supposed to be. But then it's you like have to video, say video games is supposed to be two separate words. Then you gotta we say TSA podcast, whereas I can just say tap. But I like people confusing us for an airline defense podcast. Right, that's why I like it. Oh, I'm one of the co-hosts on tap. <laughs> They're gonna search for tap, and nothing's gonna come up. It's it's gonna be a tap out podcast about <laughs> UFC. Yeah, tap out. <laughs> <laughs> It's good right. feedback, Dave. Um, good. I hope you don't feel shorted since we forgot got to do it. But we saved the best for last. Look at that. It was good. Yeah, we will uh, put you in the game giveaway for next week, right? Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Uh, do we have a topic for next week? We could just do Call of Duty Pro. Oh, that's right. Uh, I got I got to check with with Mister Mike, but okay. I think even if uh, we, Will and I actually kicked around the idea because Will doesn't know if he's going to be on Thursday. Maybe we just set up a time separately to do that and then do the episode without Will on Thursday. Yeah. Because I think gonna... Will should be a part of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure we'll figure it out. <clears throat> uh, anything else? Not for me. Okay. That'll do it for episode 332 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.